When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you're busting out the sunglasses today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spot. I mean, I got a pair if you need them. Did they get the memo spot? Mine are in the car. Okay. Beach party Wednesday. Right. Nice catch. Thanks. We are Cavino and Rich. Oh, I get it. It goes with Rich's shirt. Is that what it is? Is that why yeah. you busted out the sunglasses? Busted out the tropical shirt today. Sports, entertainment, and life. What is this? We be rocking out. We're seeing all this. Go! What is this? Yo, yo! He was rocking his sunglasses. Oh, my God! I figured I'd throw my amber visions on. Let's see the board. <laughs> all right. Hey. Welcome. Oh, I can't even see anything. To Kavino and Rich. Happy. things at random. Happy penis. So proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself, too. Gabagool. Gabagool. Lame. Oh, are you? Are we off? Oh, is, it, is it over? <laughs> got his cheapies. Um, are these the, like, where'd you get these, bro? Uh, probably like H&M years ago. I just grabbed I saw them on Sarah's desk. Uh, so I was like, yeah, let me grab them. Okay. I thought that was the, those were the free B3 These are really nice. Those? Yeah, those are Ray, Ray-Bans. Are, they, are these your, bands. are these your, um... I went and got an eye exam glasses. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I got a specific yeah, yeah. pair ordered. Oh, anyway. good catch. Thanks. Well, hey, uh, a lot to get to today on really? a Cavito and Rich action-packed Wednesday. I didn't feel like there was a whole lot that was went in my whistle. That's good. Yeah, not a whole lot. Like a weasel on a wood No, the New stories were like snooze stories to me. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought we were doing another smutty Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Rich had tons of smut. Tons of smut. Before you get into that, though, I do want to say I hope you had a great Taco Tuesday night. We're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. So actually, as the meme goes, I think he's probably like three quarters of the way there by now. I'm pretty sure I say that on lithium today. Catch me on lithium after the show. Channel 34 on Sirius XM. But hope you had a great Tuesday. What did I do? I don't even remember what I did. Oh, wait. Yeah, don't even remember me? what I did last night. You know why? Seriously, not to get anyone concerned, not feeling 100, just not. I have pain in my chest constantly. Yeah, I'm not feeling 100. I think a little cold's going around. I, I think that's what it is. I'm a little like, meh. Is it like a cold that stabs your chest? Because uh, yeah. if that's what it is, you know, it makes me feel like, oh, what's going on? I'm can't real just, concerned about it. Wakes me up in the middle of the night. Can't you say a cold's going around anymore? 
Yeah, right. I know. So can't you say that? I think he can, right? I don't, I don't know. Think he can. Yeah. So I, I got my doctor's appointment tomorrow. So no worries there. It just kind of ruins my day. So I don't think I did much yesterday. Nothing worthy of discussion, really. So here we are today. We, we got some fun things. Sweet. Hey, to do tonight. Day. See you later. We're going to be on a podcast tonight, so I'm excited about that. We're going to be on Felipe Esparza's podcast. What a fool. Comedian Felipe Esparza. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, but before you get into your smut tales. Oh, I have a question. Tonight, let's take an over-under. Yeah. How many foos are dropped? How many? You took the words right out of my mouth. How many times will you and Felipe together say foo? I mean, the name of the show is What's Up Foo. There's one. Welcome to What's I Up, I feel fool. like it's just going to be a lot of back and forth of that. He's like, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? I'm like, what's up, fool? And he's like, what's up, fool? Like, I, I picture that. Like, and you're like, what's up, fool? And, and then he's I'm like, like, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? I what's up, should fool? secretly do a foo counter and a vato counter. Because you're going to, you're, oh, I guarantee Kavino's going to be like, vatos. well, you know, Felipe, the higher the sock, the downer the fool or some shit like that. You're going to drop some of your lingo. He knows that. For sure. I so can't wait. That's tomorrow. What's the over and under? Actually, that's tonight. Maybe you'll see it tomorrow. Who knows? I think it's yeah. live on YouTube. We'll send out a link later. But uh, we got mail spot. Before we get this oh. rumpus started, before we start celebrating. Isn't that a famous this, producer link later? <laughs> this famous Wednesday, Wednesday spectacular. Oh, I already saw what it was. I know what it is. Oh, yeah. Come on. I want to thank Mario Wrangle the Dangle for this package. It's not the first time you thanked him for his package. Spot, this is for you. Oh, Spot. Practicing my one-handed touches. Nice miss. What does Battleship Spot mean? And this one's for me. Nice. This is from our listener, Mario Wrangle. Does yours say anything above your name? Uh, Dickie Do Right Davis. Oh, mine says Battleship Spot. Maybe that's his own little pet name for you. Mine says Cavino Black, like your ass. <laughs> does it? <laughs> yes, it does. Wrangle the thing. So Mario Wrangle makes belts. Yeah, like his new hobby. Look at this. Wow, I can't wait to... Whip. Hobby turned business, what? by the way. Ooh, nice leather. Oh, and it's got that... It's got that okay, hang on. Oh. Wilson leather shop smell. Look at that. Smack somebody's ass with this belt. Oh, how cool is that? I need a nice belt. Someone's, someone's butthole just clenched when I did this. It's a nice belt. Oh, remember that? Do you remember it's that? A nice belt. Look at yeah. that. Did you ever get this that's, threat? That's, this is the nice threat. Quality belt. You don't even, you don't even need to, f- f- you don't even need to f- uh, know or see the belt coming. If you heard this in the distance, you knew that your ass was in for it. I never got hit, which might have been the problem. It was probably the problem. Yeah, I was threatened. Likely the problem. I was just too fast. I was, like, ah, ah, nice. ah, ah. I was just juking my parents. Thank That's you, why. Mario Wrangle. That was very nice yeah, of you, man. super dope. Thank you, Mario. You're the guy. I hope it fits. And if you're on the Carl pages on Facebook, I'm sure he's got some links up there because I'll send fits. one out later if he has one. He's making some belts. Ooh, and a USA. Perfect for my patio. America, America, keychain. I love it. Thank you. Or maybe I'll keep the keychain in my keychain. Get it, my keychain. Oh, did he also put me a keychain in there for me? No. Oh, I'm just more American than that's you guys. unfortunate. You gonna be good today, Spot? I'll keep the keychain in my keychain. Yes. yes. You don't want the belt. Yes. I'll All be right. fine. All right. Can't hit your kids the way you used to. 
Sounds like the way you used to yeah. back in the day. No, you can't. Oh, the old. It's, uh, well, I think some of these I, kids could really use a pop in the mouth. Like I agree even, with Spot. I feel like you're still you're not even allowed to like um, threaten anymore because it's so traumatizing. It's it creates so much trauma in a child, and then they won't grow up proper. I don't know at what age. But thank you, even, you, Mario. Thank you very much. That was awesome. At what age you would even want to hit a kid? Like nine, ten. Like what? Like. A kid is still so young that you wouldn't even want to hit him when they're like four, five, three. Like, like what? Seven. Like seven? Hittable. Hittable. But what's an age where you're like, you wouldn't feel bad spanking a kid? Because as of right now, I, I would feel awful. Months. I would feel awful spanking sure. either one of my kids. Yeah, but you kind of have to. I would never. I'm not going to. We, we're not going to. Sarah is 100 billion percent against like hitting. I, She's uh, like, I'll never. And you will never lay a hand on either one of them. You like, don't have to use a hand. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, you you, got you hit a, him with a new belt. You, you see this case I got? Oh, you got a, a brand bump. new leather belt. You got um, a spatula, a wooden spoon. Rich, uh, go back to your New York uh, roots. Get the wooden spoon and just a little. Whack. Yeah, it's like one of no. What does Rich wear flip flops for? For that reason. Oh, chunkless. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even have to hit her with it. You just pull it up, threaten it, and if she doesn't pay attention, then you throw it at her. Rich just flop. So you never have to take a hand to your child. There's so many other things you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just got to make them flinch. You don't want to hit a kid. Just like. Ah. Then two for flinching real hard though, like ah ah yeah, that's the game. So anyway, you know, I think boys and girls are different. We've talked about this before. I mean, society may not think that anymore, but I was talking to Nicole about this well, yesterday. They're not because then how do you discipline your girl? Spare it's impossible. Spare Nicole sucks. And I were talking about this yesterday on the look. Have Kids podcast. She was saying how her son goes into like like shithead mode, and she's like Matt, her husband was at one of his soccer games, and he was honestly kicking other kids, spitting, talking back, and Matt's like, I want to fucking hit this kid. Pop him in the mouth. But they're at like a soccer game, and it's like you can't, that's just not what you do anymore. And there's no worse feeling when your kid's the one acting up in front of other parents and kids. <laughs> Spare the rod, spoil the child. I remember I had an incident at a supermarket. I'm like, Melly, you better stop being bad. And then some lady, no, and some lady from left field came over. She's not being bad. She's being a child. And I was like, mind your business. Sure. I was like, you're right. Okay, fine. Discipline right. your child how you choose, but do it on your own time. So if your child's throwing a tantrum, don't say, oh, that's little Gregor's just letting some steam out in the restaurant. But it's, there's a difference you between. You get him out of there. There's a difference between a kid. Little there's Gregor's. a difference between a kid. Or you just do one of these. The dangle belt. Ooh, the dangle of the belt? Oh, the dangle. Yeah, you pull it out. Like you just I think Mario just gave us some shit to beat each other with. That's you undo it and you just pull it out and you hold it. That's that's the step before snapping it together. I, I do think there's a big difference between You should mark it a Mario's like ass whooping belts. What do you think? Yeah, I don't right think that'll it, do right? very well at all. In fact. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. By the way, I want to clarify. He, he made them like sex belts. Sex belts. Can I clarify my pop them in the mouth statement? Sure. Uh, this is chapter 13 in my book. Um, so funny. Actually, it's the forward. So you know as, as you're heading into the book. When I say pop him in the mouth, I don't mean backhand your child across the face like Will Smith. I say like it's almost like a little like a little sting. Like a little like. like Where? A little, on the mouth. On the mouth? Because it stings the lips and they're like. Ooh. Oh, you were serious about that? Yeah, you pop them in the mouth. I've never ever I've never experienced thought that. that. Like, you know how. You know that? It's that. But on a child. So it stings. But it's not like you're, 
actually them across the, the face. best See, thing you can do is, is break something it's they care pop. about. Because my dad did that once, and I still remember it. Just break pop. some shit that they like. Yeah. Like, oh, Ben, you like this dinosaur? Uh-huh. Ah! By the way, I love how Raymond Behave. thinks serious. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now the, I, love, I, I love how he thinks I serious. told you a few, a few weeks ago, in a rageful moment, I wanted to smash Emmy's cupcake. And Sarah's like, you're a maniac. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, she was just being like a really like annoying kid at the moment. And wasn't listening. And I so badly wanted to pull a big Steve Cavino. He, what he did with your little guitar when you were a kid. I had bought Emmy at the supermarket a unicorn cupcake. I so badly wanted to be like, you see this unicorn cupcake? And I want to smash it. But Sarah's like, you're a maniac psychopath. Nowadays, I'm like, I'll break that phone. I'll throw that phone across the room. And he's like, no, you won't. Then you'll yeah, have to buy a new thousand dollar exactly. iPhone, dad. You're, Deep down, you're dumb, like, dad. You're do not going to do ahead. that. You're not going to do that. Do you have Apple Care? Didn't think so. I'll break. I'll smash that phone. I'll, I'll break it into little pieces. What, about, what if you spray you with watch. a? What if you spray with a spray bottle? That's a good idea, Lynn. Like a dog. Like. Well, that's why I pull out my water pistol. Yeah. It's so, very hard to discipline a child, and that's the problem. Well, I mean, in my, today's my, world. My, yeah. Now, my my wife and I, and we don't argue about this. We sort of agree on most of it, but. Sarah's whole take, which I sort of agree with. Boys is, are easier because I think you get smack him in the head. Uh, I really no, I, I, that's one. That's the only thing her and I really disagree on. I agree that. Definitely get smack in the head. We're not hitting, just, just a little like. Pata. Yeah, we're not hitting kids anymore. Just a little. But I'll tell you what. I already could tell. Emmy. I'll probably never lay a hand on, on her my whole life. But Ben. If he gets to a certain age and he's like talking back and being all, you know, being like testing his like little boy limits. I'll show you how I would hit my son, just to show you. Just to show you. I mean, I'd rather you not hit me. I would. I would. Hold on. If it's going to touch the hair, like, don't touch the hair. No, I'm not going to touch the hair. I got to see this. This is the extent. (laughs) He just flinched. This is the extent. He just flinched. Like a, like. Wait, so I'm Sarah, right? (laughs) No, like, I'm talking like a little, hey, what are you, hey, 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 what are you doing? Hey, like that. Like, it's very aggressive. What would you call that? It's scary. That's like a little like, hey, listen like up. You shake him. We'll shake. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, it comes from a different cloth. You know, you see a lot in TV shows, which this is completely sort of a different territory. Back in the day, people were just so accepting of like not only hitting kids, but like shitbag husbands coming home and like taking out their anger on their family. Like, why was that? Like, it took a generation or so for us to be like, yeah, that's not cool or acceptable. You think like, I mean, what shows were you watching? Wonder Years. I, I don't know. Wonder, every show the, spot. The guy in the, the every show where there's a parent, that, with a dad that comes home in the 50s, 60s or so is always like, oh, dad's home. And he's like, ah, the bad day at work, whiskey, whiskey, oh, slapping people around. Like, that's, we accepted that for generations. I mean, I feel like it was like, that was always portrayed in a negative light. Yeah, but like, like, but those, those they weren't, they weren't arrested. Nah. They weren't looked down the upon dad, in the community. It was like, dude, to the I moon, mean, like Alice to the moon. Like he was yeah, like threatening to hit her all the time. Right. But he didn't actually hit her. That's that was the like difference. the joke. I you know. remember when Archie joke. backhanded Edith. She's like, oh, Archie. He's like, yeah, I beat it. Archie. You remember that one? He had a bad day at work. You remember when George, uh, Kick uh, yeah, I'm like that's why I'm like, what shows did you watch? It was always a like there was. You don't remember when John Amos uh, beat the shit out of Florida on Good Times? Rich um, does. He must forget when Alan Thick laid it down on Growing Pants. Maggie, 
Like, yeah, I know. Mo- uh, I know I'm movies. Kidding, I, mean, I know movies that had like. I don't remember seeing these episodes, the but drunk. I know what Rich is talking about. Yeah. Well, I, for, I mean, you don't watch the show, but this is us, like Jack's yeah. dad. Okay, so that's the only, that's the show. No, that's that's the most recent one. But I feel like that's when the they show. portray, yes. They're portraying an alcoholic who beat their children. Dude. Not every family had an alcoholic who beat their children when on television. When people do Mike that Brady now. definitely beat Mrs. Brady. When people do that now, I mean, not all the time, sadly, but most of the time Rich. it's taken care of and there's family and no, friends that support that person. Not. And they say domestic, vi- domestic violence more than ever, you think is still a huge issue, especially over the last two years when everyone's at home. And there are still pe- there are still alcoholics that come home and beat their families. And there's still women that have black eyes and children that are getting beaten. Just because you don't hear about it or see it, it's still happening. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I'm just saying, back then, it was way more, oh, it was sadly, much like more part of culture. Like, oh, yeah, John down the block, like, is a fucking shithead. Well, I mean, there's an obvious reason to like, this, right? The fathers... Like, women weren't as independent. Like, yeah. And... Yeah. and Exactly. They were like, so dependent and, and by the way, on I wasn't, that, this guy I'm, to bring home the bacon, and you, you lived under his rule and his yeah his law. And like, his, is, would it be his I, thumb? I, yeah. I, I think what you're trying to say is... I'm not saying spousal abuse doesn't exist in, in 2022. In reference to the wonder years, yes, that's what I picture all dads being like. Coming home, being angry, and yeah. then, but, but being like just giving that look or just like being like... The a feared father figure. That's how I picture uh, dads. We weren't a feared as evolved. father figure, but yeah, they were beating their kids. That's like that's like less evolution. Yeah, it really, it is. really is. I mean, but you I'm, just I'm, saw what your previous forefathers did. Kavino made a great point. Women weren't independent, so they had some sad reliance on their man. Like, well, I don't want to upset Hank. He does bring home the bacon, mm-hmm. and we've come a long way since then. I agree, Spot. I'm sure there's terrible cases of spousal abuse now, but. Two generations ago, I'm saying it was sadly almost accepted by a lot of women, which was even worse than now, I'm sure. I would I would go. It's like racism's bad now, I'm sure, but it was worse 50 years lean, ago. I would lean more to Cavino's point. Women are a little bit more independent now, so they have means to escape. There are still women that are like fearful and under the thumb of an abusive. Yeah, I mean, an abuse and abuse and discipline are two different things. I just think that hitting anyone nowadays, and you, and you saw it. You know what the number one thing about Will Smith in the Chris Rock, it wasn't like, Will Smith, what a psycho. Like, what a maniac. It was, we don't use our hands to, uh, you know, for disputes. Like, people are very against using your fists, your hands. So, so I, And like, you know what? And Rashawn's right. Back then, divorce was frowned upon, so people stayed in bad situations because of uh, the Lord. And where was that woman going to go? She I wasn't working. She go. was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. She had no money of her own. She's dependent on that piece of shit who would beat her. So it was just a different dynamic back then. I think kids I think kids will still get a little, like I said, a little shove or a little, like, hey, watch what you're doing. But the idea of putting a kid over your, like, and slapping their butt, that just seems like very generations ago. We're going to spank you. Plus, if a lot of those guys, Green Chris, Optimist makes a point. What's up, Green Optimist? I miss you, bud. Kristen needs a lot of discipline. He said, uh... Yeah, he got to spank it out of her. That because a lot of guys back then sadly suffered from PTSD from all the wars. World War One, Two, yeah, Vietnam. A where different they, generation of guys for sure. And yeah. like, you know, immigrant families. I just think they were more violent. Um, I do. I would argue and argue you know, too that it yeah. was a America time, was young and violent. It was violent a, people. It was a time where <laughs> it's true. Men were men were men, and they didn't talk or, or express their feelings. Men expressed themselves through. Aggression and violence. Ricky would spank Lucy when she be say, when she behaved bad. Lucy, 
Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey. you don't remember that episode? Uh, he came home after he did his Babaloo thing, and he was like, and she's like, "No, it's terrible. This is like, yeah, this is like he played the butt bongos. It's like a really terrible issue." <sighs> but you know, let me let me lighten it up. Uh, no more, <laughs> no more abuse and uh, discipline talk. Yeah, you said you did nothing yesterday. Disciplining your kids. To I did something. Beating your wife. I did like something that. yesterday that. Uh, but by the way, it goes both ways. Women think they could just start pounding on a dude because guys could accept it or handle it. That goes both ways, man. I bet oh, you yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith was beating the shit out of Will all the way home. Can't That's be not doing okay. That. Yeah. Can't be doing that. So I think because guys have shown so much restraint and have changed for the most part compared to what we were just describing, have evolved in a different way. Women are now taking their aggressions out on their weenie husband. Who's like, oh, 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 you're right, honey. It was a generation. That this doesn't is a give great them way, the right this is a great to put their hands up, on a guy. This is a great way to sum up two conversations that are intertwined, but not. It's more about just using your using physicality, whether it's sadly abuse or discipline. Our parents and grandparents tell stories about how like nuns hit them with rulers. Imagine a teacher fucking hit a kid now. Imagine you got to call like, Dad, the teacher was slapping me with a ruler. You'd be livid, yeah. You would Parents not. Parents get be okay mad with that. when their kids are told they're wrong. Like, oh, now it's gone too far. But how did we get here? We got new belts. Uh, and our first thought was to whip some ass. To whip some ass. <laughs> Even though I was never whooped with a belt in my life, my parents would tell me to go to my room. I'd be like, so? What do you mean? To go play Nintendo? Sure. I had a VCR, which was big in that day. I had cable. I had scrambled boobies. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to my room. Whatever. And I was a good kid. So if you, if you watched our Behind the Velvet. How do you do that now? Uh, Earthquake, Earthquake actually had the suggestion in his last comedy special. He was like, he had the number one way to discipline your child. Oh. Turn off the Wi-Fi. He said the kid comes running down like, what's, what's going on? That's a good one. He said, they they can't, they can't, they can't do, yeah, no. What did you Why, do? No, no more Wi-Fi. Kids freak out. He said, I don't know if you could find that spot, but Earthquake's solution is to shut off the Wi-Fi. But then, yeah, then you're, you're punishing yourself. Punishing yourself because your kid's a little shit. Uh, but that's his solution on the special produced by Dave Chappelle, Earthquake. If you listened, uh, if you watched our Behind the Velvet Rope with my mom, yeah, she talks about how. I was rarely punished as a kid, and when I was, I just annoyed her until she just said, go. Yeah. Go. Kids know that. Just go. Kids are smarter than ever, man. Well, we brought it up, like you said, because we got belts. Right. And you know what? You chose hey, a brown one? I didn't choose a brown anything. Oh. He gave me a brown one. I'm thankful for it. Well, because he asked and Rich didn't choose. That's what it is, because he asked me too, and I said black. You know what? I well, you know what? It's good though. You know why? I have black belts. I don't have a brown belt. You ain't got no black belt. You ain't got no black belt. You can't fucking Miyagi though. Yeah. No, I'm like Seagal. <laughs> you're like Seagal. Fuck, give me one shot and tell me you're not scared of this. <laughs> Moving in slow motion. <laughs> Man, Ben is gonna be an ass kicker when he grows up. You know it, bro. <sighs> uh -huh. Not that the brown's not dope. The brown is dope. It just doesn't go with as much. Unless oh, yeah. you're rocking you're brown even, shoes all even, the time. You're not even intimidating with a belt. Thanks, bud. You have the earthquake clip? Ben's just going to laugh in your face. He's going to punch me. Sure. Sure, dad. Dad, 
You keep your, you, you stay in line. Listen oh! here, listen here, Penny boy. I'm gonna, sure dad. Come get back to me when you have the biggest dick in the house. I hate to be that parent, but it gets tougher and tougher. And I can imagine it only gets tougher. I saw my dad lose it. I saw my dad when my sister was a teen. I'm not sure my dad ever like recovered from it. When Grace, because Grace was the first girl uh, that, that sort of broke all the rules and she was the first to grow as a teen. Well, your mom does point out. I was, I was the oldest boy, but I sort of did what I wanted. Your to. mom points out quite a bit that. There was a double standard. Of your siblings. Like, yeah. You actually were a great boy. And your sisters misbehave, especially Grace, right? She was like, she's like the worst. Like a bad kid. But she's like a super sweet person. And that's the oddest because, yeah, yeah. of all your sisters, your sister Grace is like a sweetheart. Yeah, she was just like a bad kid. Annoying. I don't know. Annoying kid. Can't describe her because she's really a sweet person. But she would drive my, my parents so crazy. I don't even know what happened, but I remember my dad, like, remember when Lambert, the, the sheepish lion, when Lambert went from a sheep and remembered he was a lion? I feel like that happened to my dad because my dad was always a laid back kind of guy. But then my sister Grace pushed his button so hard. I remember one time he was like, yeah, he turned into like the Incredible Hulk. You know, and he busted through his like, you know, Levi's. And he turned into a raging lion. He turned into a raging dad. And he took my sister's television and he threw it down the steps. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, whoa, man, my sister's the worst. She is a and bad my dad's kid. Hair, my dad's hair is all messed up. He's turning green and red and he's angry. And he's, you know, ripping his clothes off. Ah! I'm sure we're all going to have that moment once. I swear, my dad had a look in his eye where it looked like he had a stroke or something because his eye went all crooked and shit. Like, I never seen my dad so mad ever. I don't think, I think he blew a fuse that was never fixed again. Like when he reset the fuse box, it yeah, never, because never clicked over? my dad was like the most laid back dude. Now he talked to him today, he's a grumpy guy. Hey, and I think my sister set him off and he was never the same again. Yeah. So what year was that? That was, that was, oh, man, mid, dad, late 90s. My dad Early took the TV, 2000s. ripped it out the wall. Ah! You like the TV? Yeah. It went falls out of steps. I was like, oh, the TV. That blew a fuse. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Because kids push your buttons that hard and that far. And the only way to fix that today spot is, according to Earthquake. Waiting. According to Earthquake. Fuck these kids. Fuck these kids. Put hands on no kids. Your kids ain't doing what they're supposed to do. I done found an Achilles heel. I know exactly what you can get, how you can get them. They ain't doing what the fuck they supposed to do. Found their weakness. No, nah, it ain't the phone. No. Nah. All you need to do, turn that motherfucker Wi-Fi off. <laughs> on, that shit like crap. Got him. Ah. I ain't lying to you. My son, he be upstairs. I be calling him. Come downstairs, nigga. Act like he don't hear me. I don't even call no more. He don't do what the fuck he supposed to do. All I do is unplug that Wi-Fi. <laughs> and then come to daddy, we ain't got no signal. <laughs> True, man. You got no legs to stand on. You got no wiggle room as a disciplinarian. Especially. Yeah. Especially me. And I'm not just saying this because it's me. But especially when you're in a co-parenting scenario, oh. you have to imagine there's so much awkward involved because 
she'll tell her mom i'm the worst i Bro. can't handle my the, the mom will be like oh Bro. what's going on there and then you really don't want to discipline in front of the new person which would be jordan in this scenario because it's awkward and now she sees me looking like my dad did when he threw the tv down the steps like you, the whole thing is embarrassing and awkward and you have no room to discipline you know jason brown makes a great point on her feedback sometimes you need to lose it not not hit them you need to just yeah, lose but, your cool but my dad never recovered no so that your kids know you're capable of fucking shit up like you need to have a big steve throw a tv down the stairs moment so your kids know daddy don't play <laughs> my dad was never the same true story Man. so hey good luck with that shit Good luck. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't turn off the Wi-Fi. Just change the password, and all of a sudden, your kids will be kicked off, and you'll be like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. That's actually great I'm advice. Good. I'm good. Earthquake has to take it one step, because when I was watching that, that is good, but now you don't have Wi-Fi unless you change the password. Good yeah. idea. Thank well, you. Uh, a lot of people saying that, before you know it, Ben will use his belt on me, and I'll be like, how was your day at school, son? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Well, hey, uh, <laughs> one more parenting thing, and then it's a, a smut Wednesday. I got a couple, got a couple news stories that I think are interesting. We'll get to. But yesterday, I went to the park, and I don't, I don't. You see, you have you have a daughter, eleven years old, Melody. Twelve. Twelve. That's right, Jesus. Leave, leave Jesus out of this. Versus two. You know what it's like? I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you go to a park with one kid, you got one set of eyes, you got one kid. You could chill out, take a casual look of your phone every 10 seconds, be like, right, where are they? All right, where are they? Impossible. Look me in the eyes when I tell you this. Impossible for you to take two little kids to the park one parent. I know it's done all the time in co-parenting situations. I know there's a lot of times where mom or dad's working or they're busy and the other parents like, yeah, I'm going to take the kids to the park. You have to be the most active on your feet maniac to watch a two and a four year old at a park. Where's this one? Where's that Fine, one? Dude, that one's up, climbing. This one's climbing. I always frowned on the person that kept their kid on a leash, but now I understand. You gotta put a little collar on Ben, I think. Yeah, put him on a leash. Give him I, one of those monkey backpacks. Yeah, it's, you know what I'm uh, talking about? It's I don't you know, it's it's no. one of those scenarios. Get him like one of those like dog things where you like nail it into the ground. Yeah. And then you put it in a central location. Or bring one of those runners. And then he can go within a radius of that little spot. You know what? I'm gonna send you a picture. There's nothing scarier when you feel like you can't see your kid in the jungle gym. Like, you, you'll lose your you'll you, lose your I've definitely ran around the playground oh. screaming Melody's name. And parents are looking at me like, oh, man, I hope he finds his daughter. It's, it's just the worst. It's the most adrenaline-filled anxiety moment. If you watch This Is Us, I don't want to give anything away, but last well, you night. Know we, were, we were raised rich yeah. with a huge, huge fear of this because of, like, the Adam story, Adam Walsh, and remember John Walsh and kidnapping. And oh, yeah. that kid was, what, beheaded, if I'm not mistaken. But kidnapping was such a big thing when we were growing up that... And it still exists. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I feel like with our generation, we're so hypersensitive and hyper aware of someone could take our kid. Someone's going to take our kid. Be kidnapped. Dude. Truthfully, they might not even want your ugly 
ugly nose picking kid. Yeah, dude, it, it's it's wild to me how wild stuff. so quickly you could freak out, freak out. Yeah. Well, if you, you watch see your uh, kid, you know, climb in one yeah. second, then the next second they're in the the bubble tube, and you're like, and you're calling their name, and they're not answering, and then you start having that 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 like you said, the heart starts to pound. If you watch This Is Us last night, was a very emotional i watched uh, this is gus it was the, it's the greek version oh it's, that's a good show it's on greek tv yeah. yeah this is gus oh it's about him opening a slovakia stand yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a totally different show but i like it better you like it, it oh episode one was you like it a juice right yeah this is gus this is us last night was it's all in greek but i read the subtitles emotional intense i was freaking out because earlier in the day i'm not exaggerating it was probably only 15 seconds but during those 15 seconds it's like Emmy. It's a nightmare. Emmy. <laughs> like she goes through a tube and you're like, where'd she, where'd she go? And we're in a gated in park. I'm like, she couldn't have gone anywhere for her to disappear. Someone would have had to grab her, hop a fence and be like, ha ha. Listen, when dad calls your name, you respond. I've had, yeah. How many times have you said that? A bunch. Cause Emmy. I, I shit my pants a few times. Emmy, when dad is saying Emmy out loud, do you, don't you dare ignore me? Answer me. Just be like, Hey dad. Like, those freak out moments. And then well, dude, again, when we were kids, way back on a Wednesday, every story, every news story was about story. this kid was oh. taken from the mall. This kid, I don't know if kids were cuter back then or that's what led, you know, that's what got people's attention. This kid was kidnapped. This kid was stolen in a van. And this kid was, you're like, man, kids are being Honestly, kidnapped all the time. I better watch out. Before technology, it was easier to just. Snack yeah. kids and get away with it. Yeah, so there were, no, there were less cameras. We have this instinct of like we get scared like that if track. our kid if we don't see our kid for more than like you said five seconds. No, it was fifteen like, ah, seconds. They're kidnapped. Truthfully, I think you know some of your kids would be returned right away. Uh, see, see, yeah, yeah. Like, tried this kid's a pain in the ass. Like Don's, yeah, back. Don's missing the point. He goes, well, "It'll be easier to watch your kids if you're not on your phone." No, no. Uh, Big playground. Uh -huh. No, no, not at all. Uh, Big playground. It's like missing the point 100%. Uh, I do like Don and his lasagna and his fez. Uh, but not the point at all. It's you have two little kids that are both capable of falling. You can't be a helicopter parent. If they fall, they fall. But Ben's too. So sometimes he'll climb up on some high shit. I'm like, what if he leans back and doesn't realize there's no back? And all of a sudden he's like, ah. <laughs> He's, Some kids have to learn the hard well, way. Well, as you know, little boys are way more ballsy than little girls in some They're of these They're like cases. dragon ballsy. And you're in the playground, and you're like, all right, Ben's here, Emmy's there. Then Emmy starts running that way, and you're like, yeah, then you don't want to be a dick, but you're like, Emmy, can you play on this area because your brother's here? And she's like, but I want to play over there with my friend. I'm like, all right, let's bring Ben over there. And then she moves. Two kids, one parent. I know millions have done it through the history of time, but anxiety <laughs> levels are at an all-time high. One kid, one parent, you can keep your eyes on. You can, be, you can even be on your phone being like, oh, you good, kid? All right, one, two, every 10 seconds or so. Oh, there she is. All right, cool. Yo, one kid, one, to one parent, two kids, not easy at all. At all. Why don't you tie them together? I should. I should be like, you guys, I try to encourage them. Like, hey, play, play with your brother. Because I want them together. Tether them. Because think, think about it. Think about how hard it is to steal two kids at once. If you're going to steal one kid, sure. 
But if you got two kids together, you're like, oh, fuck, now I gotta pick up this uh-huh. one. I gotta pick up the other. Eh? That's double the hassle. The worst is the jungle gyms, though, because once they enter those tubes, you're just trying to follow their heads every time there's like a little like, you look like space uh, where they're like, I know. You look like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and jingle all the way, like trying to get that ball from the kid. Yeah, no, it's the worst. <laughs> it really is the most scary feeling. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. But again, I feel that's embedded in us because every story on the news when we were little was about kidnapping. I think it traumatized us. So the park, a success, but fun for the kids. How do I describe it? There's, you know how like a lot of parents will say, yeah, we took a vacation to Disney. And they're like, yeah, now I'm more stressed than ever. I took a week off from work. And that wasn't a vacation at all. Need a vacation. They need a vacation, the vacation. From, the, from the vacation. Right. I see my I see my kids at the park and the joy they're having. I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. You don't. You never. Before you're a parent, you don't realize those moments aren't like you just sitting on a bench and your kids having fun the whole time. You're like, where where where'd they go? They, they went in that tunnel tube and they never came out the other end. Melody, Emmy, it's it's wild. Yeah, wait until like. And it sucks because then other kids start picking on them. Bullies get involved. So saw, much gets involved. It's so it's a nightmare. I see. I see my Social son. Media. I see my son Ben next to kids that are older than him. He's their size. They're like, how old is he? He's like he's he's trying to play with the bigger boys, and he's just too too gutsy, too gutsy. Like Ben will climb up up on some shit that he has no business doing, and. One dad at the park's like, yeah, they fall. That's how they learn. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if I want them falling from fucking the 20-foot slide on his head. What, like a, uh, a construction crane? Like things he has no business doing? Yeah. Um, Josh, with you 100% rich, went through the exact situation that weekend. At least they, I was with friends. They look out for each other. I get it, but still, it's like, man. Lonnie's saying he's going to Disney in June. Can't wait. Good hack. Put your kids in bright neon colors. Very easy to keep track yeah, of. Them. Like a suitcase at the, uh, at the carousel. Yeah, like put, yeah, put a little like ribbon. A, like Spot yeah. puts a ribbon on his suitcase. Yeah, do that. Make him wear like a football helmet. <laughs> so, he can, so they stand out. A bright out. yellow cone yeah. on their head. <laughs> oh, there That's he is. Right there. That's it. Take it. You know it would be the worst? If you wore a red and white striped shirt, you'd never find him. Where are they? Like, where is this guy? It's weird because everyone else is wearing the same clothes. Yeah, don't ever dress your kid in a red and white striped shirt. Why is everyone wearing the same shirt? Always hard to find. But not a hat. I don't get it. It's a where's Waldo joke. Not that good of a joke. It's a good one. But it's all right. All right. So that was my story from the park. I'm trying to send you a picture spot. And again, this always happens where I can't send a picture to our Kavino and Rich text message. What do you think that is? Sarah, shut off your Wi-Fi. Teach you a lesson. Can't explain your phone. You're, you're right about the kid thing with the leash. I swear to you, I, I would never put my kids on a leash. My family would always make fun of my, my, my parents, would be the league leaders of oh, talking no, shit. No. Of, look mine at were. that family. Mine were. Keeps their kids on a leash like they're dogs or something. What a bunch of assholes. My parents would shred if, any family if, who had their kid on a leash. If but your now, parents, I, I would be all for it. I'd be like, yeah, throw that kid on a leash. If you're uncontrollable. Pa- if your parents are the league leaders, um, my, my parents must have just missed out on leading the second place. My mother was 
kids on a leash? What type of shit parents are them? They can't watch your kid on a leash? Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm all for it because I don't want to lose my kid. Give him one of those backpacks. I said the monkey backpack. You know those backpacks they like attached to the parent? Oh. Yeah, where they can only go so far. Yeah, that's what I think. I think if it, if especially it, a kid like Ben. If it gave you peace of mind. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. If it gave you peace of mind, would you have a chip implanted in your child? Um, like uh, the, that might be a mu- but bit much. Other Maybe a little bracelet, a little, wop- a little watch, yeah, like a little Apple Watch Jamesy or boy wears a watch. Cut and, that off. Yeah, you could, yeah. I'm talking about something implanted, a little chip in the arm, like a little chip in the arm. Boop. That's little, scary. A little injection. Boop. Boop. Like a little dog, like a dog. Boop, boop. Do it to your dogs. A little dog. A little chip. Boop. Raymond's right. He goes, I don't know. Some kids need a leash. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 you know, growing up. Some kids need a cage. I always thought that was the worst because my parents said it was the worst. Hey, Spot, and it I, uh, doesn't look good. I get it. Come but through, Rich? I understand. I now. sent it to your personal text message. For some reason, <sighs> CNR is not working. Annoying. But this is one of the. I'll, I'll just show you just to sort of put a little bow on the story. There was one time where I'm like, Emmy, Emmy. And then, you know, the 10 seconds of. <sighs> this defeats the purpose of my system. It's the worst. And then I look up and. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you'll spot will show you where I, where I found Emmy. And she is. My kids both got pretty brave real quick, which I admire. I don't want them to be the little pussy scaredy cats on the playground. But the more courageous they are, that gives you dad anxiety, right? Like, not that you want your kid to be a pussy, but do you want your kid to be the kid that's like doing the, the risky shit? Sort of, maybe, because it makes them like brave. But uh, Maybe Ben's going to be a little parkour kid. Dangle. Just jumping off of rooftops. Mario Rangel offered to make a leather strap for the kids. Oh, sweet. Thanks, buddy. Nice. Rashawn said, no, I read collar. Ben needs a collar. Oh, yeah, ben needs a collar <laughs> attached to a leather strap with a little tag on it. It says Ben. Because that's his wrestling gimmick. <laughs> yeah. And that way you can keep, uh, you know, a watch of him. Yeah. Rashawn said, I'd rather lose my kids than use a leash. <laughs> that's how I think parents uh, felt in the 80s one, and 90s. Which one? Yeah, but want? my which parents. Either one. They but, frowned on any sort of new sort of thing. Like so, the first time they saw anyone with like a baby Bjorn. They're like, look at that sissy. Can't they fucking hold their kid? Who holds their kid like that? Like, what? Look at this guy. What an asshole. And then here I am as a dad with my my, my little baby Bjorn. And I know my parents are just shitting all over me when I send them the picture. Is that the backpack or the sling? That's like, you know, when you carry the kid in front of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents. Diaper dude? You know what it proves, Kavino? (laughs) My parents and your parents, very different. But when they have the same things in common, I assume it's universal. Yeah. Every parent in the 80s or 90s. What's with that? Shit parent. Everyone was a shit parent. Oh, they sent their kid to school uh, camp all summer? They don't love their kids. Shit parents. Everyone was a shit parent if they the didn't way. do what they did. Yeah. Should we uh, reveal this week's tier two plus or plus tiers? What they get? Oh, yeah, yeah. They get your interview with the diaper dude. Oh, swear to God. That's a good one. Oh, because good one. it caused the big fight. That's why. That's it caused the big fight. The diaper dude. Uh, if only. Spot. If only we could send Rich back. This Rich back to that Rich? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, well, listen, this man. This Rich back to that Rich. Oh, rich would, rich would poke and prod at anything that was new to my life as a dad. It Any, would bother me. Right. Anything parental. Rich, yeah. if you if you saw. Can't believe you, you would go all the way back for Melody. Oh, because yeah. Because I was such a, you know, I was, I was sort of a macho guy who would tell everybody to go fuck themselves. But here I am now doing all these different things. No, I, I Listen, I go back and I'll tell you this. I'll 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 say this. I was so r- r- wrong on certain things as far as making your life easier and accommodating your kid. Because sometimes it's not giving into them; it's making your life easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, 
I'm not talking shit, but you didn't have, let's say, the most cooperative team. So I always thought that you went above and beyond. And but I just, a lot of my criticisms were not really aimed at you. Oh, that's fair. So that, that's what I'll say. But you can uh, go back in time. But, oh, uh, look at Emmy. Jesus. Yeah, I, like, I'm like, Emmy, where are you? She's at the top. Of, and that thing goes lower. That's like the top tier of like three tiers. I'm like, yo, you're pretty brave, kiddo. That's where she was when I couldn't find her for a second. Are those, are those ropes? Yeah. If it was 1980 something, those things would be made of steel. Right. It would be death that steel. You know, that big dome. Yeah. Of death <laughs> yeah. steel. Remember that? It'd have spikes on them. <laughs> the dome of death steel. Yeah. It would be much safer in the 80s. I remember. <sighs> Kids breaking their neck. At the park, keep talking in the eighties, and uh, I love seeing those memes of like, you know, we'd go on those those merry-go-rounds of death at the playground. That thing that kids, she was on, till kids started flying off, and that, we'd laugh at it. <laughs> that thing she was on with the ropes that we yeah. just showed, yeah, that spun around too. So when she was at the top, some like older boy spinning it fast. I'm like, and Emmy's holding on with one hand, and I'm like, or how about the fatso that would jump off the seesaw? And let you fall all the way down on your ass on that metal rusted seesaw. Ah, good times way back on a Wednesday. Stony Homie says, where are the spikes? On the ones we used. Oh, yeah. Not the new ones. New ones are nice and beautiful. Playgrounds out here, there's... I got the rubber on, on the, on the pavement, like you know rubber pavement. I, I like that rubber pavement, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm torn. I don't know if I'd rather burn myself on a hot metal slide or get static every time the kid goes down the plastic slide. This one? The plastic slide with the static? There's Benny Boy. A spot we can't see. Oh, he's there. Sorry. Uh, let me pull it up. But he's there. It's the picture of Ben that you sent me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just relax. There you go. Yeah, he's going down the slide. Having fun. Yeah, they, 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 listen, that, that's... Uh, Is that Marianne? Yeah, that's Marianne. Or your new Mexican nanny. That's that's Mariana. <laughs> like, you you know what sucks, dude? This is true. I'm not even kidding you since we're talking like, you know, dad life and kids. My sister, Grace. I don't know how to say this without sounding racist. I don't think it is racist. She's the darkest of the crew. Sister Grace is a darkie. Is Jesus. that racist? I, that, Jesus. She is. Well, he's he's saying it. She's my he's, sister. He's a sister. He's Mexican. Right? Like my brother looks more Italian. Then he looks like you. I do. No, he's more. He's more of a Italian. He looks more like my dad, right? I got more of the look of my mom. He, when you were his age, you guys look exactly There's the a, same. I mean, we're brothers. There's a similarity. We all kind of look the same. My sister Grace is really dark. She has darker features than all of us, right? She's beautiful though. Very pretty woman, yeah. even though she looks like she's 15. And her kids are very fair skinned. Like, really white and super adorable. But she gets the oh, whole she gets the nanny, nanny thing all the time. I can see that because. And, you know, I want to strangle the people, although I understand. But when she tells me these stories, I want to strangle them for her. Uh, because people immediately think I, I get that it. I'll she's tell you the why, nanny. Though. I'll tell you why, though. And my, those are her, the two white kids she watches. My, she's uh, like, um, no, excuse me. These are my kids. But, you know, in a day, in today's day and age, you can't make that assumption, man. A lot of mixed kids, a lot of mixed families, and they're not all going to look the same. I, uh, I did notice that because my mom was at the park. Yeah. And I, I still stand by one parent, two kids, because my mom's like heads in the clouds. Like, she's a great grandma <laughs> right. as far as loving goes. Right. But wait a like, second. Richard's mom was there. I would, I would certainly not allow her. 
to like bring the kids to the park, like one of them by herself. Like, oh, it's Howard. Well, if she's anything like my mom, she can't see anyway. My mom would have been cheering on some other kid. Like, mom, that's not even Melody. <laughs> but my mom did make the observation of, well, there's a, like there was like a few like cute moms at the park. Yeah, but most of them are nannies. Oh yeah, and I agree. I, I feel I've like always I'm noticed with, that. I'm with my kids, and I'm like, yeah, look at all these other kids. And Emmy's like, Emmy was playing with some little. She's playing with some little blonde boy, and he was with some like old Asian lady, and then she was playing with some little black kid, and he was with some like Hispanic like like grandma. And I'm like, all these kids got nannies. Dude, like everyone at the park. So. It's the way. Yeah. It really is. So people are going to assume my sister's the nanny of her two little no, it's, half-Irish kids. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. People, people got to work. People got to do things. Not everyone's schedule's weird like ours. So there you go. That was, uh, that was my afternoon spot. I sent you a video. I don't know if it came through, but if not, just the kids at the playground. A lot of fun. Living the dad life before you get to the smut. Did you email it? Uh, no, I texted it to That's you. That's the beauty of our That's show. Funny. We talk about raising kids, life, and oh, one more thing about. And next, we're going to talk smut. One more smut. thing about the uh, the the dad life and raising kids. You unboxed our belt from Mario Wrangle, which got us on the whole parent stuff anyway. Because mm -hmm. it turned into hitting your kids or not. Ah! As you unbox that, I'm thinking. I never, I never thought my kids would be obsessed with this little boy. But there's a kid, Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. They pump their fist. Little no, Calvin Harris. Calvin Kaizen? Kaizen? CKN Toys. He's the little Asian kid that unboxes things and just has these little videos of him doing like a treasure hunt. There's a video of this kid doing a treasure hunt. Little cute Asian boy. He's got a little pirate hat on with His a name? map. Short round? Calvin. Oh. They've yeah. made tens Honestly, of millions of dollars. not to sound racist, but is there anything cuter than a little Asian boy? Well, maybe that's the key as to why this kid unboxes things and makes millions and millions of dollars, but he is now on my kid's radar. Like, they'll put on YouTube, we'll put on YouTube, and they're like, we want him! <laughs> and it's Calvin, little Asian kid, going on a treasure hunt, wearing a pirate's hat and a map. They will watch him for hours. Calvin's and, the guy, and, huh? By the way, the videos... I think one of them I saw was like 300 million views. What's yeah. his name? Calvin what? Calvin Kaisan. K-A-I-S-O-N. Love watching other kids do things. Let me hit they, love, they love the colors. They oh, love you know? the surprises. They love all the, like the, the adventure. Your kids watch Calvin. And who's my, that kid that goes on those dinosaur hunts? Question mark. My niece. Yeah. My other niece. Now watches these things, but they were obsessed. Well, there's a guy. Apparently, the, the there's little... Ryan's world, but this Calvin kid spot. You, YouTube Calvin, and honestly, maybe the first thing that pops up will be this treasure map thing. Hundreds of millions of views, and it's nothing more than a dad being like, videotaping his kid, being like, "I got a pirate ship, let's go!" And he's just running around, and other kids want to watch him. Yeah. Wild to me. It's been going on for a minute, man. And I know there's a famous, like I said, like some sort of Ranger Rick type of kid, some sort of Indiana Jones kind of kid. That kid's love. Short round? I don't know if it's the same kid. This kid? Yeah, this kid. This is Calvin? Yeah. He's adorable. This, this yeah. video only has 21 million views. Sorry. Only 21 million? It might be new. 21 million views of this kid. Here's your ex. Let's go. 
to follow it and see if we can find anything. According to this map, the treasure should be in my backyard. That's just a kid, like, doing the most simple, like, finding a treasure in his doghouse. I, I hope the parents are using this money to send this child you know, to I, fancy I, college. I think I read last year they made $32 million. I believe it. And I hope they use that money for their child because they're ex exploiting their child for money. I'm like, Emmy, you should date this kid. Send me that article. I'll send it, I'll send it to Melody. Okay. See what this kid generated last year? What are you doing? Yeah, stop talking on your phone. Yeah, get off the TikTok. Uh, get off the TikTok. That and Blippy. Blippy's all the rage in my house. Go make some money. Blippy. You're 12 years old now. Go make money. Oh. This kid's four. Kid's four making 32 million. Nah. What do you got? 32 million. You want to live here? Pay me stop. in headaches. You want to live here? Go out and make some videos. I don't, I, I don't know if pressure, people are saying, is there a lot of pressure on that kid now? I'm thinking, I don't even think he knows how famous he is. Uh, look, and he could live a that's normal. That's all the uh, look, emotional damage waiting to happen from NW. Emotional damage? I don't know. I, I think maybe <laughs> Emotional kid, damage. Maybe the kid grows up to be normal and he just gets that's a surprise uh, from his parents. Like, hey, you know when you were little, you didn't even realize it? We were videotaping you. And in your bank no, account, because it doesn't you have end. $50 million. No, because it doesn't end there. And then once... It's, once he gets too old to do these things, then they're going to start exploiting him in other ways. And I mean, like trying to send him on, on auditions and all this. And then he's going to start hating it. I don't know, man. But they're going to force him to do it because he was like, you're, you were a child star. You I mean, need to maybe, do this. Maybe, Keep it going. And then he's going to feel let down and miserable about it. Or, or maybe his family just has a toy line and, he be, and he's the, the, the heir to his millionaire. The, they, he has a toy line at like Target and Walmart and stuff like that. This God, guy. This kid's going to be smoking crack in a back alley someday. I hope not, Spot. I hope it's I hope. be like, um, you know who I read about? Remember uh, the kid from, uh, what did they call him? Remember the strongest kid in the world? He was like super famous. I always see articles about like how his life just was so tough after that. Oh, little the, Hercules. The remember Little muscles? Hercules? Yeah. Remember Little Hercules was what's, internet uh, famous? What's he up to? Yeah. That's what the stories are. Like it's rich. like, there was so much pressure on him to be the Hercules kid that eventually he hit a point where he's like, I don't want to be little Hercules. His parents, I think he had like crazy Russian parents or something. Like, you, I make for you to lift weights. And yeah. then, you know, he's three years old, benching 500 pounds, and he became an online internet sensation. And then he went through a lot of like trials and tribulations, a lot of, a lot of depression, because yeah. he was trying to live up to that hype and he wasn't the cute little muscle kid anymore. And little Hercules is, you know, became like a little fat teen. And then now he's just a regular guy. He has and an inside edition uh, video. Oh, little Hercules? Little Hercules. Yeah, he's back. He's back because he's an adult with a Wait, beard now. That kid? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that kid. Yeah, but he's like three in that picture. I must break you. What is he now? Is I he make for you to lift 100 pounds. Here's him now. Yeah, see? There he is. No. Yeah, he's all oh, depressed. That's so see? sad. See? That's what happens when you push your kids. Too oh. soon. Um, and, and he had a lot of health problems, too, I think, because, you know, it's not good You're for not supposed to be a kid in diapers to be having yeah. abs. Rich, have you considered going this route? Like, like, have you considered, I don't want to, I hate to say the word. Have you considered exploiting your family? Because there is money to be made I, in this world. I've talked to Sarah about that because sometimes Sarah will make Sarah's these. Sarah's good at making videos. Like Sarah makes these creative videos, but never does anything with them. And I said, we have really cute kids. And I was like, do you know how many like, quote, families there are on TikTok? Like the Johnson family. And they make corny videos and they have millions of views. I'm like. I told you. Uh, should we give our shot at that, or is that I like? Think you, I think I you mean, could build a following if you do. I hate uh, to state the obvious too, though. Spot. There's a million cute kids. I know. Right. But there's yeah. something about that little Asian kid, just like yeah, anyone sure. in Hollywood. Something like, about him that's captivating. I'm not a, saying that your kids oh, aren't. No, I'm I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. There still takes 
There's a million kids on YouTube. It's like Impractical Jokers. Shit. Everyone thinks they could do it, right. but there needs like, to be that. There's something, know. there's an it factor there that we can't even figure out, but kids are seeing it and liking it. Yeah. Like, I, there's I, there's a, a video or series of videos that my niece, young niece watches. A for Adley. It's just this family and this girl, and they just do all this stuff. A for Ash Treaks. A for, That's what I was watching. That's great. Um, a for Adley. A and for it's just like, a, it's like an awkward, like a, just like a normal looking family. Uh, and they just do stuff with their kids like, and they make millions and they get millions of views like this. This is the family. Yeah. Look, that's the family. <laughs> Normal family. Nothing special. Like cute mom. Nothing special. Dad needs a haircut. See, now Rich, a haircut, maybe you think like, you know, you're go going to be the greatest because you're, you're all very good looking and everything, but maybe other families won't relate to that. Like this video has, but then again, it works for the holder in his family, but maybe he's goofy enough where people like it. Like Rich, this video of them making a leprechaun trap a month ago has more views than you giving Sarah a dog, which is our most viewed video. Not surprised. Wow. It's crazy how these things go super yeah. viral. Hey. It's it's an odd thing, and you can't discourage your kids oh. necessarily if they want to do this because it is an avenue now to make money. It's a it's a the same as someone saying back in the day, I want to be a rock star. I want to be in the, an actor. I want to someone wanting to be a YouTube star, someone wanting to be internet famous. Yeah, you know, a, Chad Kruger changed the lyrics to the song. Yeah, I want to be a YouTube star. YouTube star. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, that's how it goes. I don't think it's right. My sister just hit me up. She said, "If your kid likes Calvin." Then Ben will love Dino Dan. You're, oh. not, you're not on Dino Dan yet. Dino, let me write down Dino, Dino Dan. Dan. Uh, I think Dino Dan is so big they went to go see Dino Dan. He's just a little nose picking kid. He's wow. probably got a mustache now, but they'd see him tracking dinosaurs. You know, yeah. he's down by the river, which is probably a little stream in his backyard. You know, I, Dino, I would watch them. Remember, I lived with my sister. It was a really great time in my life where I lived with <laughs> them and. <laughs> I would watch them watch these videos and they were all about Dino Dan. You know, I think about this. Uh, Amanda hits us up. She goes, I thought you had something cooking, something going when you had Emmy do the cooking videos. And I'll be honest, if they would have, let's say they would have got a little more, a little more like uh, well, a little you, more pop up front. I probably would have really tried to push see, it. That's your problem. You I think that's not a good idea. You need instant gratification. No, I think you got to let build, them. These things are a build. Want to do it. Like you could encourage them. You hey, think that you little, like that? You think that little Asian? Any likes doing the videos. Make it right. It's like, hey, do you like that? And if they like that and they want to do that, then you encourage it. No, but I'm Otherwise, saying when we, when if you're we the one leading that, I don't know if that's yeah, good but for I'm saying kids. When, well, a four-year-old's not going to lead it. Do you think that little Asian kid that made $30 million dollars is like, if, Dad, I want to make, I want to, let's do, wait, wait, it's time to post something. Hey, man. Look, what I'm trying to say is there's a fine line between little Hercules and some kid that really just loves to do no, that Oh, of stuff. course. But I'm saying when, when Emmy and I, let's say, make a pizza, make a, make, make a cake. A pizza we, pie. A pizza pie. When we make those cooking videos, I mean... It's something we would be doing anyway, and I just tape it and do a little fancy edit. And once in a while, I'll be like, Emmy, say that again. Say what, Dad? Say, like, now it's time for the sauce. Now it's time for the sauce. Like, she enjoys it. I'm not like a stage dad where I'm like, say it again. <laughs> so, the, I mean, that's I the know. part you don't see. Yeah, that's the part. The outtake. Say it more like this. Now that's the sauce. Jesus Christ, Emmy. Oh, Jesus Christ, kid. Put down the spatula. God damn it. Can't you read? I got it right here in the cue cards. Now, you brought up the little Hercules kid. We're going to bring up kids from the past. I feel like I saw a follow-up story. Do you remember like the prettiest girl ever? 
was like a teenager, but they're like, this is the prettiest person on like planet earth. And it was a girl who you could tell when she's older was going to be beautiful, but she was like a, a, a young model. And they're like, she might have the prettiest face. Oh, Remember is this? that the one from, um, from national geographic? I don't know spot. There was a girl that was the like girl pretty. The, I know what spots thinking of that. Yeah. Woman with the green eyes. No, yeah. I guess that girl was She's like, old now. No, I know who rich is yeah. talking about. Rich is talking about this little girl with also, I think she has like light blue or green eyes. Very pretty. She's like a, like a little model. She's like, yeah, kid. yeah, this kid. Yeah, I remember. Her. Yeah. Um. Oh, Thylane, T H Y, L A N E, Blondel. Yeah, French model. Yeah, but but look at her in. I mean, this sounds odd to say because she's a kid, but you can say she's just a beautiful kid. And they're like, she might be the most beautiful person. And like modeling agencies were trying to like get the rights to her as she got older. And she's like a good-looking older woman, but would you want to be named the, like the most beautiful person on? Like, don't you remember that kid? I mean, she grew up to be a very nice-looking woman. <laughs> oh, of course, but the pressure when she was a little kid, they were like best-looking person on earth, and modeling agencies were trying to outbid each other for her. That's yeah. pressure. That's like the little Asian kid pressure. Poor Calvin. Yeah, poor Calvin. Poor kid. Well, there you have it. His name's Calvin. I mean, he's never really going to grow up to be a pirate like he wants to. So that's kind of sad. It's going to be a letdown. Yeah. No matter what. All the other kids in his generation are like, yeah, we used to watch you be a pirate. You still want to be a pirate? Can I? I, I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> Can I give you a quick uh, palate cleanse before we move on? Yeah. Spot, I sent you a video. I don't want Kavino to know who the singer is. So is there, if, if you could just play the audio, even though I'll it's write a, it down because I think I, I, I could read and feel Rich's mind. Um, so you sent me a video, you said? Uh, before the, before... Yeah, on our writing it down on our CNR text message. I sent it this morning. I have no idea where he's going. I sent the YouTube video. Here's Um, my guess. Now, the YouTube video I sent is someone singing Everlong by the Foo Fighters. And I'm curious if without knowing who it is, if I told you it's a random person, would you have said, yo, that's awesome or it stinks? I want to see your guess. That? Mm -hmm. No. No. Dropped your pen. Sorry. Oh. Now, there are times where I'm not saying this is not Lady Gaga or Paul McCartney or someone like legendary. It's not like Katy Perry or Bruno Mars. But if I, if I, if it, like out of place, like sometimes I'll see a video of a one hit wonder from the 90s or 2000s and they're singing some shit on social media. And I'm like, if they didn't have that previous song, I would think they have an average voice at best. Okay. And I'm trying to decide if you think this is good or not. I know Everlong has the longest intro, so hit it, Spot. the voice no you're supposed to tell me oh. is it first of all is it good and can you guess the voice but is it good yeah like would you say oh that's really good or because i'm saying without knowing the name if i told you this was like oh just some random dude on youtube you might be like that's hard i think sometimes what i'm saying is you give the credit more if i'm like guess who that is and i name like someone you know 
Like if this was an Idol contestant or an X Factor contestant or something, would you say like, you're on to the next round? Come on. You can stop this bus. Not that hard to do, though. And I was going to say, it's not a challenging song vocally. Yeah. And uh, the guitar riffs are pretty good. I like that. But I feel like you could do that, right? Do you want to see who it is? You want to see it? Yeah. Rick Astley. I've seen this. And I'm not, I'm not sure if I think it's good or not. I'm not sure if I'm glamored by Rick Astley. Like, oh, cool, Rick Astley. Or if I heard it without knowing it's Rick Astley, I might be like, eh, sorry. Guitar-wise, it's really great. Like, he's really, I mean, yeah. I don't know how hard it is to play the guitar. He's ripping, but, but I don't know if he's, I don't know if his voice matches this song. But he's have you ever, great. Have you ever heard the acoustic version Dave Grohl does? Yeah, it's famous from the Howard Stern yeah. show. It's really, I mean, there's a recorded version of it, though. But the recorded version... Is Rick Astley like such a cool old guy now or what? Definitely like reinvented himself. And I've seen this before and I should have guessed. Yeah, it threw, but I it thought threw it was me a contestant. off. I was thinking contestant of a show. No, it threw me off because my thought was we all love Rick Astley because he's funny and he's a great throwback. But if you don't know it's Rick Astley, what do you think? You know? Right, and yeah. I think it was like good. But now that I saw it's Rick Astley, isn't there a part of you like, oh, cool. Definitely. I wanted like you to it hear more. it before you knew it was Rick Astley. Definitely like it. I mean, I've heard that before, and I was still not registering that it was Rick Astley. So technically, you did get more. Rickrolled a little bit. But. I got Rickrolled. Yeah, thank you. Um, I wrote down Chad Smith's daughter because she's on American Idol this season. So I thought Rich was going to play something from Chad Smith's daughter, and would I be more critical because her dad's a rock star? That's where I thought Rich was going with it. And you I know, believe she sang a Foo Fighters song I, I on have, American uh, Idol. I have one question for you. It has to do with music and sports. Two of your favorite things on planet Earth. If I add butt cheeks, it might be the trifecta. Music, sports, and butt cheeks. These are a few of Steve's favorite things. Lionel Richie on Idol. I've not watched the full season. I know Spot has been watching more than I have. I've watched like one or two episodes. I think it's great this year. I really do. I think it's an entertaining, easy watch the judges are lovable. The contestants have fun stories. The granddaughter of... Whose spot was it? Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. Auditions. And she's super talented and young. And Lionel Richie is the deciding vote. And he's like, goes up to her. Come on, bring it in. Give me a hug. I want you to look at me. I want you to look at me right now. I don't it's know like if there's a clip spot. Like a I don't want you to get flagged. But he does this whole thing where he's like, you're not, you don't need to. Not ready. You're not ready. And I think I'd be doing you a disservice by giving you your chance when you're not ready. So it's sort of like, do you think a quarterback thrown into the NFL before he's ready, a minor league baseball player thrown on the roster too soon, a fighter, like when Canelo took the Mayweather fight, Taking the big fight a little too soon in your career. Do you think there is something to be said about, I believe you're a star, but not yet? Or is a star always a star? No. I believe that 
Sometimes you're just not ready. You have to develop your, your craft. Like when you tell this 16-year-old kid or whatever, like, hey, can't just get up at uh, Carnegie Hall and start performing. Yeah, no, I, I just feel like... Just because you have yeah, talent. that's true. But it's it's weird because you're like, well, she's got the goods. She's got the goods. But Lionel Richie was like, yo, you got the skills, baby girl. But I'm telling you, if I put you through now, you're going to get your chance when you're not ready. And I know you got more developing to do. So I want you to get your chance and come back to see us. And it's like, well, come back for another season of Idol. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, well, is she not good enough now? So, like, quarterbacks, baseball players, baseball pitchers, singers. When I, I feel like there are times where, like, maybe you could get the call too soon. Yeah, and that could ruin everything. Like, maybe Johnny Manziel would still be in the NFL. If he, he had a little more maturity wasn't rushed right into it you know if he played behind somebody and didn't have all this pressure to be the same guy he was in college in the nfl so it could really fuck you up so what lionel richie did was helpful but you don't want to hear that when you don't want to hear that like when you're like you don't want to be told like yeah you're gonna sit on the bench and 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 learn as a backup quarterback but i want to get in the game coach you you gotta have that that x factor pun intended right you gotta have that it factor but talent is just, you know, it goes back to the corny joke. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that hard work goes along with it. And a great point. That takes time. On a, a great point on our feedback. 412, the letter C in our show. Uh, Rashawn hit us up saying, same for relationships. Same for relationships. You got to look at it from the perspective of you meet the right person, but what if you have no experience? Hey, Spot, you could, you could argue that your relationship stood, your relationship with Kristen, fantastic. But you're lucky that some of your inexperience didn't do damage. It could have. You went through a breakup and got back together. But that was probably, would you attribute that to? No, I'd attribute that to love, Rich. Lear, no, learning? Like why you broke up, though. Oh, why I broke up? No. Inexperience? No. Making mistakes? Anger, Anger. Frustration. What does that mean? Bad timing. Things happen. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you don't think that when you first met Kristen. I'm a very emotional person. You don't think when you first met Kristen, you didn't make some amateur mistakes that. Of course I did. Yeah, so that's my point. My point is relationships, like Rashawn said. If you're not ready, if you've never, if you don't have, if you didn't make the mistakes in relationships, it could burn you. So Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. She ain't ready. Ain't ready. Sometimes you ain't ready. It's a big criticism of of, of Lionel Richie. Like, I feel like that, you know how they don't chew people out anymore? Mm -hmm. They're not mean to them? Yeah. The criticism is you're not ready. Yeah, Lionel Lionel Richie's big, his, yeah. You see it's a lot of young people. Like, a lot of young people will come in and be like, yeah, you have the talent, but uh, you're just such a young voice. You're just, you know, you're yeah, not Yeah, but you know what happens, too? It takes a minute to develop your own style, yeah. too. So just because you could sing, great. There's millions of people that could sing. There's millions of talented people. Have you made it your own? Have you figured it out? Do you have your own voice? I was listening to Chad Smith speaking of. Not even of that. The Chili Peppers. He was talking about how John Bonham was the greatest drummer, in his opinion, because... From day one, the dude had his own style. From track one of their very first album, Good Times, Bad Times, or whatever it was, like he already had his own style about him, doing things that no other drummer was doing because he had that experience behind him. 
even at a young age, you know, and some people might take a little longer to develop. So it's, it is different for everybody. Different for everybody, but yeah. sometimes you're just not ready. Rich and I thought we were ready for lots of stuff before we were ready for it. I'll tell you what. In, our, in my 20s, I really thought I was ready to be like doing bigger things, and I probably wasn't. We were very ready for our ESPN gig. That's why it was so such a bummer that we got like a shitty crew and COVID happened and everything. Like The bummer was like they didn't know how ready we were. So yeah. instead of just letting us fly, they were like, micromanaging stupid things that yeah. we didn't need to be micromanaged on. It's like, yeah, we're ready for this. We're like way more experienced than all of you, even though we're radio guys. People are hitting us up saying legends have got booed off stage at the Apollo. Lauren Hill. There are comedians that bombed. There are comedians that, that were doing jokes in front of 10 people. Now they're filling out stadiums. So yeah, it's about being ready. And I disagree with Alex on our feedback who said, Using experience and relationships as an excuse is hogwash. And I completely disagree. I think, I think so many lessons you learn from your early relationships prepare you not to make those mistakes when you meet the right one. Jealousies, insecurities, but just reading, reading you know, the moods of, of someone you're with. It helps. When, when a woman says one thing but means another. like All the little things you learned in your 20s. Being too confident that, like, she'll never leave. How many times did you be like, yeah, she'll never leave. I'm oh, Steve Cavino. Hey, yeah, she uh. will. What are you going to do? Where are you going to live? You're going to leave me, Steve Cavino? Hey, hey. Who's going to love you now? Yeah, you were like uh, somebody. Well, like, like nobody. You are like Trip McNeely. No, no Mike, he's Dexter. Mike Dexter. Mike Dexter. Man, you're the worst. I don't think you're ready. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Oh, shit. Uh, but you mentioned, I think, one of the greatest examples. I brought up Johnny Menzel. Canelo Alvarez was not ready to take on Floyd Mayweather at that stage of his career. At any other stage, and he would have whooped that, Floyd. Yeah, you see that in, in boxing all the time. The reason, you know, Ryan Garcia is not thrown out there to fight these big veteran names is because people are like, yeah, you're great. You have all the potential in the world. We're not sure you're ready yet. You know, and you see these people protecting their fighters a lot because if they get beat, it ruins their reputation and their confidence sometimes. We see it in sports a lot. So the same applies when hitting the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if Iron Tom was ready to open up for the Chili Peppers. I mean, they're legends. Uh, Kobe. Who, who is the Kobe shot air balls in his first game. Um, people are also hitting us up saying, well, don't you need experience? Like, you know how a job will be like... How do you get experience? How do you get experience when a, when a job says you need experience? But the whole point is that first job, you very rarely stay at that first job because you, you make mistakes, you get the experience, and you're, you're never going to make it in that first job. Very, very rarely is someone today, as a grown-up, working at the same place they worked when they were 20-ish. It's called being green. Yeah. Too green. How many times did you hear that at auditions in your 20s? Yeah, we like Cavino, but he's green. I would sing that Kermit the Frog song. It's not easy for me. Yeah, we're doing a an MTV VH1 rock thing. Oh, we like Cavino, but he's green. But then that became a valued sort of commodity. Like, oh, he's raw. We don't. We're sick of this broadcasting yeah. type of professionalism. Like, we need someone who's more off the cuff and more yeah. edgy, more raw. That's why. That's why when you look at a an MMA or boxer's record. 
it's less about record and where they are now. It really is. Right? I mean, yeah, MMA especially, yeah. Like there there are guys that you look at their early fights. Like there was a point where Pacquiao, I'm not talking like recent Pacquiao that wins, loses, wins, loses, retired. There was a stretch of like a decade where Pacquiao was unbeatable. But he had losses on his record from early in his career. So he never had that same pizzazz as Mayweather who had the O. Mm-hmm. O. 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 But that's because he took fights early on. I agree. Boxing is a great example of yep. this. But it, it applies to all things in life. Just might not be ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people have the luxury of getting ready. Some people are just thrown right out there. Like, yeah, swim. Figure it out. Some people do, and then some people do, and some people don't. Right? Some people prosper, rise to that occasion. So, some deep, deep conversations. Thoughts. Some deep thoughts. Deep thoughts with Dickie Davis. Can I give some shard outs? Give some shard outs. We got some news alerts. We got some smut on a Wednesday. I'm waiting for the smut. Um, my mom left this morning. I was bumped to see her go. I thought she was going to stay another week or so. I was, I, was all, I was fine with her staying another week or so, but she's on her way to her next location. And then uh, who knows where she's going to... It's, like, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's weird. It's weird trying to help someone else guide their life. She went to see her cousin, right? Yeah, she went to go see her cousin. But then it's like, where is she going from there? She has a job interview and an appointment with a, an apartment complex. And it's just all these things. I'm like... I, I want to. I wanted her here so I could help her manage it all because I feel like now she's gone. I'm like, oh, out of my hands now. Can't do it. Ugh. Shout out to well, your mom. It was nice to see your mom, Marianne. Again, a behind the velvet rope Patreon with Rich's mom. A question answer. I wanted to do one last night and play some Everlong, play some Foo Fighters on my guitar and just hang like a guitar hang. But honestly, man, I'm I'm in so much pain that is concerning. <laughs> And playing guitar would probably be a, a great distraction. What are you in pain from? My chest. Like, uh, yeah, I told you. It's someone inside me going, ah, ee, Dr. Tim says, no, it's Dr. Jeff that says pleurisy, maybe. I got to get it checked. Going Thursday. I think it's COVID related. I think I'm still having like aftermath. A little shady. Damn. So I have chest pain. I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do anything. I went for a nice walk though yesterday. Maybe I'll do it behind the velvet rope today or tomorrow. Either way, we're going to be on Fleet Fleet Bass Sparta's podcast. So get your shoes yet? Your stepping shoes? I haven't, uh, but I did take a nice walk. Fleet Bass Sparta tonight. Shout out to him, comedian Felipe. Uh Jimmy Smith. Someone asked the obvious, by the way. Did you did you like pull a muscle doing like chest or something at the gym or anything like that? That would be great if I've done any exercise whatsoever no. in the past two, three months. Because sometimes a little pulled muscle, you but people, people feels, diagnose as something worse. It feels like it could be a pulled muscle. I just can't imagine <sighs> how. Like reaching for the snacks in the pantry. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> reaching for my, for my, for my cookies. Oh, Girl oh. Scouts. Tortillas. Oh. <laughs> like how could I have done? It? But you know what? I do feel that. So it could be, could very well be, oh. but it's. Hand it me wakes me up. Sauce. Oh. It wakes me up at night. So, oh, by the way, you want to know my new stees? My new stees? I swear to God, this is like the great, the greatest, most obvious observation of all time. Jordan said to me the other day, she goes, "You want to try the carrot chips instead, since you like to dip all the time." I'm like, get out of here! Give me my little mini carrots. 
I like baby carrots. Carrot chips. What's that? Oh, carrot chips are great. Yeah. Oh, the one that sliced like so almost wedge it. Like, yeah, so yeah, then I, like so the then ridge, I looked at the, the ridges. Like, yeah. a, like I circle at ridges. Him. I looked at them. I'm like, mm. I'm like, you know what? Carrot chips are great. Okay, I'll in, give them a try. Dip them in some, right? uh, some sauce. Dude, I got the carrot chips. Did you dip them in bitchin' sauce? Oh, in the bitchin' sauce. If you're like a, a hummus type of guy, if you're a dipper, I always want baby yeah. carrots. Oh. I always want oh, little baby. I'm looking now. I'm so wrong about it. I wanted to make sure where it's at. I wanted to make sure that I knew what you were talking about. They look like Ruffles potato chips. Yeah. But they're yeah. carrots. Yeah, the, the wedges. Carrot wedges. Carrot, carrot chips. Uh, yeah. chips carrot chips is how they're labeled where I get them. And the way they're cut is so much better for the dippity-doo than the actual baby carrots that I'm always, you know, prone to get. Changed my whole life. Changed my option. Like, yeah, I'm now I'm off baby carrots. Probably forever. No. <laughs> Thank you. You wouldn't. No, I, I, I'm good. Only time I'll bring up a baby carrot is when I'm talking about Rich's penis. Yeah, baby carrots. Or uh, carrot chips. Carrots. The there it is. If you find the ones that are longer, like oblong. Oh, bro. They're the best. So maybe I pulled a muscle reaching for those bad boys. and the, ah! But I don't know. So I'll do a behind a velvet rope either. Like I said, we have a podcast tonight, so maybe tomorrow. But a shout out to Jimmy Smith, Stephen Texas, Brandon McKnight, Jared. Real yeah. What's up, Jared? Real yeah. Yo. Jared Real yeah. Zide Langan. There's a Zed. Zed Langan. Thank you very much. Van Harris. Ryan Muser. Moser, Ryan, M, thank you. Yep. Appreciate you guys being here, hanging with us. Thank you for your subscription. And a shout-out to Jacob Moultrie, who celebrated a birthday yesterday, listens to our show all the time. Jacob Moultrie, who hits me constantly about watching this Tom DeLonge documentary okay. that he swears that I love, but I never have. He's been telling me for years. In fact, he's been listening since he was 15. Damn. And now he's 145. So happy birthday, Jacob Moultrie, and Thanks, all the people buddy. I mentioned before. Your shout outs of the day. We appreciate your not not just your subscription, your friendship. Agreed. Thank uh, you. And a shout out to the great Becker. I want to say hi to him. I said uh, carrot chips are great for buffalo chicken dip. And that just makes a lot of sense. It's a right? game changer. It really <laughs> is. It's a game changer. I was and I was so reluctant. That is it's a life lesson in a, in a nutshell. Really. That's why I shared the story. Because I was like, no, you know, I like baby carrots. Jordan's like, right, I just thought they might be better since you're always. You know who also. Uh, uh, but then I, had to, then I had to make the decision for myself. You know who also celebrates a birthday today? Our buddy T. Samra, I believe. What T. up, T? T. T. Samra. And his son, who's going to be an MMA superstar one day. What up? Uh, a little boxer. Well, don't rush him. Um, Let him develop. Yeah, too soon, young cat. Too soon. Now, uh. Let's get to some news alerts or whatever you want to, what do you get to. I, well, I do have smut on deck. Well, speaking of, okay then. So speaking of uh, young bucks, are too we, soon. Are we doing news? No, not yet. Right. Well, this is kind I of news, but I, I don't. Smut, smut, smut. We're getting smut, to the smut. Yeah, yeah. Smut, 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 smut. The, the news is we're one day away from baseball. I'm so excited about it. I got my T-Mobile Tuesday. Jeff Edstrom, thanks for the reminder. Sports? I got my MLB app ready to go. No, it's not sports. Sure? So the coolest story I saw. Is it in sports? Just, just give me some news real quick. There's only one story. Is it sports related? Nope. In any way? No. About an athlete? Nope. Doing something cool? Nope. A coach? Something uh, college uh, football, basketball? 
Oh. Any sports adjacent at all? No. I just saw a cool story that'll answer your news. Probably going to be sports. It's not sports. It's, it's radio related. I oh, have okay. a story that has gone viral. As far as I know, it's a new story. It's a new story. And it involves a news organization in Minnesota. I believe it's in Minnesota. And they're just going through old archives, old footage. And this guy comes oh, across yeah, this it. old footage of a, of a little boy. And it's like a, hey, you know, it's the zombie Jonathan. I like turtles. It's just a news person talking to a little boy. Yo. Apparently, there's like a teacher strike in Minnesota. So they're talking to the students. Like, how do you feel about your teacher's kid on the local news? <laughs> and the guy who's going through the archives is like, wait a second. This kid. Who is that kid? I recognize this kid. I think I recognize that kid. I've and then he goes to the newsroom. He goes to, you know, Jeff Daniels and everyone else, Olivia Munn and everyone. Yeah, everyone he, in the newsroom. He's like, everyone, newsroom, who do you think this kid is? And everyone in the newsroom is like, yeah, I think that's who we think it is. So it's kind of cool all these years oh. later. What year was the footage from? Man, it has to be from like 1970. 19. About the 1970 teacher strike. 1970 teacher strike. They go to the kid for his opinion. And who is this kid? I thought it was kind of cool. It's gone viral. You probably have seen it already. Who's this kid? Who is that kid? Rich, you know who the kid is? I know who the kid is. Uh, I saw the clip. But I think I would have guessed it too. Most of the kids in favor of the picketing? Yep. How come? Um, I think they should get a better education too because... and I think they should get some more money because they work be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Who is that kid? It goes on. He says something a little, little bold at the end. And then, you know, the, the guy was like, dang, let me research the footage some more. Do they give him a name? Do they sign the kid a name? Who is that kid? But they do get the name of another kid in the video. Like, yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm Randall Cunningham. Right, <laughs> Randall Cunningham was there. Randall Jackson, Randall Birmingham, and you Randall Birmingham. And I think they were able to backtrack, figure it out, and they realized it was Prince. The little boy was the great Prince. Kind of cool. How wild is that, man? Prince. Oh yeah, and didn't they find they found the other guy? Yeah, Randall Birmingham. There was him? another kid who did address his name. If that kid only knew uh, uh, knew then who he would grow up to be. It's kind of cool to see. Little Prince. That is pretty wild, in huh? April of 1970. We also compared it to a photo of Prince when he was believed to be in the sixth grade. Despite the evidence, we still needed someone who knew Prince as a kid to confirm. So we go back as far as kindergarten at John Hale Elementary in North Minneapolis. This is that someone was Terrence oh, Jackson, a childhood friend and neighbor who played in Prince's first band, Grand Central, when they were teenagers. That is Prince. Standing right through the head on, right? Yeah, keep watching. Keep watching. That's Skipper. Oh, my gosh. That's him. Wow, that was him. What do you... uh, you (laughs) That's cool, right? I'm, like, blown away and flabbered. Totally, I'm totally blown away. That's cool as hell, huh? I found a a real gem. It is cool. It's like just rummaging through footage, and you see something cool like that. And we all have our own feelings of that, too. Like when you see a picture of yourself, 
that you've never seen before. Like when I found the audio of the diaper dude the other day. Yeah, are you just like, no, man. But, but, but Camino makes a great point. If, if we just found this, how many other things are just there but unfound? I know that's deep. No, it's true. But at any given moment, like my, my buddy who says he has that footage of me playing Little League. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, this is Prince. This is a much cooler story, I'm saying, but we can all relate. It's kind of cool. Little at, Prince. At any given moment. I'm not even joking. Someone could come forward. Remember how, like, a, what, a month ago? Someone's like, yo, here, here's my 9-11 footage I've never shared. Right. And it was crazy footage of the planes hitting the towers from a different angle. Awful, yet wild, amazing footage. Wild stuff. Someone could come for it tomorrow, for all you know, Kavino. The clip goes on, though, and he says something about, like, I hate school anyway, so on me, I'm just in a party like it's 1999. And they're like, oh. And they're like, oh, wait a second. That, that, uh, wait, that kid looks like his prince. Is that your joke? I'm just enjoying my days off. That was your controversial comment that he said? Yeah, yeah, it was. I made it up on the fly. Yeah, it was good. Like I like that. That's why yeah. I just spent the last five minutes looking no, for more No, he does say something, like, oh, yeah. boisterous. <laughs> no, he just says something like, yo, yo what's yo. up? That's Yo, I'm just gonna uh, they, whether they go to school or not. I'm just gonna grab my raspberry beret yeah. and uh, you know. Oh my god! He's like, oh wait, what? And you're like, oh, I'm speaking to you, so he's like, no, nah, it's a little red Corvette drove by. What's up? Yeah, so she had me looking <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he yeah. does. The clip is longer. It's all good. I, I'm like, just what, making a joke. It has nothing to do with that. All the clips I find are. Why like is he 20s? making it like I just made a dumb joke? He does go on well, there to was say footage other stuff. Where, the, where the reporter's like, well, what are you going to do And uh, if the teacher strike does happen? He's like, I don't know. Let's go crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, let's get nuts. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> what's up? Prince. Yeah. Oh, it was Prince. We knew it was Prince. I was really dude. Was, my was, joke has nothing to do with you finding more footage. I was, looking, I was really looking for like. <laughs> what does he now follow? I don't know what he's following. I, I'm confused by spot. The clip goes saying, on. I'm just saying every clip I see that it's just that is like isolated the same what I showed you. Oh yeah, but it's fine. You don't need to play it. That's the story. That actually was on my list of things okay. to talk about yesterday. But we were so action packed. Favor of the picketing. Yep. How come? Um. I think they should get a better education too, cause, um, and I think they should get some more money, cause they work be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. And I'm gonna wear my purple coat in the rain. Wait, purple rain. I love my teachers. In fact, I want to give them all a kiss. Ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. No way! Wow, it's little Prince. Well, little Prince. Who knew? And then he licked the microphone. I thought that was weird. Weird. When you see little kids like Prince. That's it. Just walks away. Do most of the kids, you think? Because they work, be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. Let's <laughs> go crazy. I love that. It's a great clip. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Prince. My teacher told me I would die for you. Well, yeah, it was great. Prince. But Prince. when you see little Prince like that, know what I think? How somebody should be giving these teachers some see, diamonds yeah. and pearls. You're right. He walks away. You see he's wearing platform shoes. There right. could be. Uh, this is where it's wild to me, right? Because uh, we're at the age. He just saw the most beautiful girl in the world. So he had to go chase after it, It's It's a coming of age thing what? where when we were younger, our heroes, rock stars, celebrities, the Derek Jeters and Don Mattingly's and Dave Grohl's and all these people were older than you. Obama, Trump, Biden, Bush, all the presidents were older than you. Bush. We're going to get to an age where I, I look at my daughter and I'm like, there could be a kid in her school, like her little best friend. At, at one point, Britney Spears, 
Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Billie, Billie Eilish within the last 10 years was a little kid. Did you ever see that video of like Harry Styles? And it's funny because as we get older, videos on phones have been around longer. So you'll see some little video of uh, some famous person. Like here's Harry Styles when he was in like his talent show in sixth grade. There could be a kid that's best friends with Melody that could be like the J-Lo of the world in 20, 30 years. That's a weird thought because there's going to be a next person. And that person's name right now is Juan. Juan. But he'll grow up to be J-Lo someday. No, but <laughs> isn't it? That is funny. It, it, it's, not, oh, it's not crazy when you think about how you, you could be watching your kid. You could be Stop watching it. your kid play Pop Warner football or Little League Baseball. It looks so yeah. Hard. And there's some standout kid. You're like, oh, little, uh, see that little kid? What's his name? Oh, that's Tyler. For all you know, Tyler could be the quarterback I mean, are you of the saying, Broncos in are 20 you years. children are the future? Teach them well and let them lead the way? Are you saying? I, I that think I am. Show think them all is. the beauty they possess inside? Oh, I, it's an obvious thought. It's an obvious thought, but when, when, you're our, when you're our age, it's a weird thought to think like of our someone in your daughter's grade. Melody's 12. Emmy's 4. Ben's 2. Kids their age will, one of them will be president. It's There's even, a little kid. It's even around. more different for them because they don't know it. No, I'm saying they know kids from all over the country that they're just seeing on YouTube and on social media, on TikTok. They could just think some random kid is cool from TikTok yeah. and become friends with them or follow that person. Little do they know that that person might be the next big thing. But I'm saying little do you know that the cool little kid from your kid's class, like, oh yeah, little uh, Franklin. Oh, he's funny and he's a really charismatic kid. That kid could be president one day because guess what? Someone will be president someday. Who's going to be the next? Uh, oh, that kid's a really good athlete. Man, so someone's going to be the next Yankee shortstop, bud. Yeah. Like you don't know who it's going to be, which Anthony is a wild thought. Right? Isn't it crazy? Who's going to be the next rock star or the next big rapper or the next big? Who's the next LeBron James? Your kid could have game on the court and you're like, he's pretty good. For all you know, you could be sitting in luxury in 30 years because your kid bought your mansion because he's making $70 million a year in the NBA in 10 years. Well, this makes me think of something else then, too, because we saw a little kid from Tom's River, New Jersey, at 11 years old, lead his team to the Little League World Series, made it to Yankee Stadium, stood next to Derek Jeter, and his whole dream and goal was to play in the big leagues, and he did, and he retired yesterday. His name was Todd Frazier yep. after 11 years. But just a cool story, like a local East Coast hero. Uh, it's not sports news. I'm just, you know, kind of ties into what Rich was saying. Yeah, it does. He, he was he just was a kid a, on a Little League yeah. team. He ended up hitting important home runs in the playoffs for the Yankees wow, and Todd's the Mets. Really, Todd's a really good player. Ended up playing for the Mets and the Yankees. And was a big name for the Reds. Yeah. You know, he, he won a home run derby. He had, he had a lot of power for a scrawny dude. Um, Todd Frazier retired yesterday. And then the other news story that stood out to me, again, I'm not buying into it, but I, I did love it. What, the uh, Kourtney Kardashian cool. and Travis Barker getting married in Vegas? No, we talked about we that talked yesterday. We talked about that yesterday. I looked up, you know, there's a lot of couples, celebrity couples that got married in Vegas and lasted, so it's not necessarily a... Uh, hoping they fail? A death sentence to the marriage. No, but people joke, and be like, oh, they got married in Vegas, good luck. Uh, Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelos, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, uh, Bon Jovi and his wife. There's a whole list of celebrities that got married in Vegas and everyone's like, ha ha. I'm and they're, sure. And they're still together. So Vegas is not a, a death sentence to a marriage. You know what is a death sentence? Those jungle gyms we used to climb on. Yeah. Oh my God. Look yeah, at these things. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that thing. 
Death sentence. Death sentence. Waiting to happen. We're just waiting to happen. Now, look at that metal death trap. What is that thing? What is it? I realize it's that interconnected metal pieces. Yeah. yeah. Why is that safe? All those kids are ready, ready to what die. What is that right? held together by? Yeah. Put those kids on a leash. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I'm like, no joke. Like since the holidays and you still can't get off the holiday weight. COVID and all that. Yeah. I'm like 12 pounds overweight for real. That's okay. But you know, whatever. I was underweight. Now Same. I'm just like back to normal. Same. You know, and I don't stress uh, it because I know I could still lose it. Yeah. Because guess it. what? I've done nothing. I so even if I do something, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to lose the weight. I've been, I've been doing my walks, but I'm doing like old lady walks. I have a problem where I can't tell if I'm bulking or if I'm getting fat. <laughs> like I can't tell if I'm growing and like. One you know, building or, I, yeah. or just, I'm getting fat. Who knows? The weight, Weight's the, scale's different. Going, the scale's going up. Right. I feel a little bit thicker, but I realize spot is not a muscle spot. Don't worry. It might be muscle. And you but, don't I go to, but I go to the gym like yeah. almost every day. No, I think I'm pregnant guys. I do. Especially after I read the story, he's going to be a soccer player. Oh. <laughs> oh, you can finally use the new pregnant man emoji. Yeah. See, because according to life science and my bro, Rogan, UFOs left radiation burns and unaccounted for pregnancies. Unaccounted for pregnancies. I'm sorry. New Pentagon report claims. I'm, I'm sorry. Apparently, 1,500 pages of UFO-related research was just declassified per request. And, you know, the Joe Rogans of the world and the life sciences of the world on the left. are, like, really biting onto this. So maybe the aliens are coming and maybe they're impregnating us. I'm all for it. I have a question. I asked Jordan this yesterday. Mm -hmm. She always asks me doozies based on this story from life science, which I don't even really understand. So are they saying like they're just impregnating people? Yeah. Oh my God. That explains the weight. There's so many different galaxies where there's potential life, right? We just haven't yeah. made communication yet. What if they made communication with us and this was a real story? So this is a hypothetical. Yeah. I posed this to Jordan last night. A quick question. What if I told you someone made contact with us and they want to come and meet? They just want to come and meet. Like swingers? No, like, like oh. alien life oh. from different planet, different galaxies. Well, he was talking to Jordan. But, you know, you would assume that maybe, and we're only assuming that it's more advanced life form. And what if it was a dumber life form? Like, hey, what's up? I'm assuming it's, it's, <laughs> it's you know, Steve. Hey, Steve, I'm from outer space. God came here on but a if, ship. But How are we doing, Steve? That wouldn't add up, right? <laughs> because they reached out to us because they're more advanced. Hey, Steve, what's that? I got you. accidentally <laughs> stole this ship and I landed up we here. We might find that. You look smart. I'm saying who's going to find Let's us. Hang out. What's this sharp thing? Monster. Oh, Earth. Are they all talking? I'm going to put my dick in your butt. It's not gonna be that I way. That's what aliens do. If they've reached out to us, <laughs> what if they were, no, if they were dumber there are life things. Forms? There are things we are foreign, you know, beings from another <laughs> land, from another planet. What if they're really dumb? And you get elsewhere. I'm like, look over there. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. They're, they're all smarter. I know. We're the my, dumbest. In my hypothetical, we're they the 
It takes uh, contacted us. It takes intelligence to reach here. Of course, like we the our reach. If you think about it, our reach is only the the tiniest bit of just our solar system. So if people are coming from far away stars, yeah, they've, they've which are must light have, years uh, away, yeah, they, they're the brilliant. technology to get yeah. here is <laughs> far and away advanced. Hey, Steve. Unless they wandered onto the ship. I don't know how I got here. So anyway, yeah. they hovered down. Yeah. I just floated through space. It's and a big like, oh, so you, it's fucking crazy. But they're peaceful fucking aliens. They're just here to be like, we found other life. Cool. What's up? Yeah. They want to shake the hands of our leaders and, all the leaders are there. It wouldn't be just just ethnos, ethnocentric fucking American. You know, they're not there with Joe Biden. Right, so take a time out. Right. Well, I'm, let me follow you because I want to make sure I'm following you. Aliens. Contact us. A, contact. Hey, we want to meet peacefully. And, we're, and all of a sudden from the from the skies comes down. Mm-hmm. And they come out and they're wearing like silver suits and they got big gray heads and they're like, we're here. Aliens are real. We are them. Hello. Oh, we're gender neutral. Right. So, so how do they speak? English? Where do we go from there is what you're probably. Where, where my, we, no, my question to Jordan was, and again, it was all spurred based on this story from life science. If you want to pull it up spot, be my guest. Joe Rogan was all about it. What do you think their first criticism would be? Of how we live our lives. Like very interesting transportation systems you guys have. They'd probably say, why are, Why do you fight amongst each other? Probably like why? War. Like, what, like why are you destroying each other and your planet? Like, mm, why is Disney subjecting yeah. children to this? No, I, well, no what I, honestly, think, really? It would probably, I, I thought like transportation. Like, 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 no, and th- this because is Because I would imagine their, their transportation is way more advanced no, than I, ours. No, so it would either be communication or transportation. No, I, th- I think it would be like, and this isn't like some, like. You think it's violence. No, I don't think it's like an eco-friendly. This is not like a. It's not like, hey, we're destroying our no, planet. No, like, would it be like agriculture? No, like, why are you killing animals? Like, no, what? I, I think, Agri- and they teach asking, us like I'm a new way to question. do agriculture. I'm answering Ew. your question. I think they would. I think they'd be probably amazed by how we harm each other, and they'd probably say we're harming our planet, like cutting down trees and doing this. And very, so, so I, I in think, other words, the follow-up question would be: What would be the first thing that advanced life teaches us that we? Except, and we're like, yeah, fuck, okay, we'll do this. What do you think it would be? Desalinization. <laughs> They're like, you have so much water, but there's so many thirsty people. I, you know, I. It's a good question. I think you know what I thought you were going to ask me. I would. I thought I you were going to ask uh, travel. I think travel would be like they would teach us how to reach. I, sorry, I thought it would be transportation. That's what I thought. Not, I don't mean like on the planet. I mean like through saying yeah. it would be like here's the technology to like. Go light speeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I had to go through black holes and wormholes. Yeah, and but we'd I have think, to, our, our human body would be able to have to. They'd have to figure a way for the human time, body to sustain that speed. Time right? travel. So look, when you're high, when you're on your edibles, like Rich, who by the way you haven't talked about that in a minute. No. My question was: Advanced life form comes to Earth peacefully. What What's their first? Oh, I what's got their it. first criticism? I got, I got it. And and and. What is the first thing that we adapt based they, they, on that? They would probably say, why is guac $2 extra? <laughs> probably, I would say credit. I don't understand Chipotle's prices. I don't get it. It's probably at number one. <laughs> Do they have male and female genitals? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I bet you. No, like, no. I, no. I feel like we assume that, like, 
they look like us, that they have like two eyes and a nose and a mouth. It's like, I wonder, you know what I've saw a lot of, and you could go down a, uh, a butthole or a wormhole with this. You ever see people that think we're living like a simulation? Yes. I feel that way sometimes. It's not, not, not like by like one person. Like they're, they're like, they're saying like this, this is being the galaxy so big that what we're doing here on planet earth with the exact combination of elements and life and everything is taking place other places too. And maybe there's some higher power and we're just like simulation 9,072 or something. And there's a million of other simulations of, of, uh, of what we're doing. I mean, how wild would that be? All the same people. The better question is what do you want to happen when you die? I want everyone to miss me. Oh, do you think Keanu, right? What, what if you went to like another, what if you learned all of life? What if you, what if your, your conscious, your, your soul learned all of like life secrets and like, you just went on like an intergalactic journey when you died, like, whoa, you're like floating through. This is, you're given the egg theory. I saw that on TikTok. Oh, I don't know this. No. Intergalactic. You'd have to look it up. It's like the egg theory. Planetary intergalactic. It's like you just, it's just trial and error until you become like a God, like until you become divine. It's trial and error, trial and error until you just get it right. Yeah, that's like the thoughts of certain cultures mm-hmm. believe that that's what re- reincarnation is. Mm-hmm. You're just coming back to get it right. That's the movie Defending Your Life's about. You're just coming back until you get it right. So yeah. anyway, what, what if you did? did what you, if you did were you born even again? Pay attention to the real story I though. Did. That spurred this thought. Well, actually, no, because you you got me thinking so many things since. What if when you die? What if the old like read it from Life Science? UFOs, Joe Rogan's left radiation it. burns and unaccounted for pregnancy. So wait, are we alien babies? Do we have alien babies here? Again, this is classified information, apparently. Are we saying Jesus was an alien baby? I mean, it, I, it would explain a lot of the spot. similarities in different cultures on opposite <sighs> sides of the world that developed in the same sort of way. And, you know, who knows? I thought about this because you see these videos. I saw a video. It could be wrong. But Visibility much, cloaks. Much like, much like everything you see. Shut up. Much like everything you see on social media or the internet in general, you have to read with a grain of salt and, and assume it could be just bullshit, right? But I saw something where the way some tombs in pyramids are located, like there's no human way right. that they could have like carried this, up these right. stones. and Like the pyramids themselves are just so... From a construction standpoint and from a human limitations, like they're like, it would take thousands of years to pull this rock. Dude, it's just like simple things as that even don't make the sense. Art. There's art of, and there's, what if there's, like, there's people in the art holding specific things and that they're holding in the same exact way in completely different cultures, what you if, know, millions uh, of miles away. You know, how is that possible if life, other life form like, didn't come here and teach things and, at one point, right? Like, what if Elon Musk is an alien baby? Like, what if, like, people with, like, mega intelligence are part alien? Mm, must invest in Twitter. So Ooh. they, so they mm. function on a different level because they have alien knowledge. It's, it's who knows? Maybe he's an alien baby. So there's a story of, of aliens in the news and classified files. And then it just dawned on me. Well, what would be the first? What would be our new development based on this visit from these aliens? The way I, I agree with Spot, the way we... Let's be honest. The way we transport. Let's be honest. Not going to happen. If aliens come to this world, we're going to destroy them. And any sort of knowledge they had to... There's a, a great... There's a great... 
If if you think Twilight Zone episode, yeah. Uh, Rod Serling, the genius, where it was this this alien comes to Earth. There's a ship, a little Mexican boy that looks like you. Remember, I sent you a photo of a little Mexican boy from uh, the Twilight Zone that I thought looked like you as a kid. Mm -hmm. This little Mexican boy befriends the the alien because he's injured because he was shot by by a cop who didn't understand him, and this alien has like the mysteries of the universe about how to solve the issues and all this stuff. And all the people, because they don't understand, end up killing the alien boy, alien man. And the alien boy tries to save him, but he gives the alien boy the secrets. But they try and save him. No one wants to listen. Boom, 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 boom. So that's what would happen if an alien aliens came to be good and give us stuff. We would shoot them out of the sky and destroy them. No, I, I, I'm 100% believe that if aliens came here, who would like, if you ask me who would fire first and do the wrong thing? Us. We would do something like, like they would be like, we're here in peace. And some idiot would be like, Oh, shoot yeah. one. And they'd be like, now it's intergalactic Look. war. Ah, like, and they would kill us because we did something dumb. As, first. Uh, is that, how do you say that name? Ty? Is that Ty? Thigh Foster. Foster. Thigh Foster. Jesus was the first alien baby. And look what they did to him. They killed him because he could do alien things. Could be. So that's the story. That's the random news. I'm sticking to it like was, a bat wing. I'm not checked out at all. Matt. I'm very like intrigued. I'm very intrigued by this. I was trying to find the video where they show this like simulation. Like it would take thousands of men like oh, yeah. pulling, a, pulling a stone I, up. A, we've all seen no, but videos, like up man. an angle. And then it's like, once they got it up there, like how did they like all these impossibilities? And it's like, oh, yeah. you always have to be, I don't know. I feel like if aliens came and gave us like all this great knowledge and technology, that's a form of control. Because it's like, you're like, oh, you're reveling in all this greatness. And yeah. all of a sudden they turn around and like probe your butt and put you on a wall. Speaking of, speaking of aliens, remember that show we liked, Spot? District 81 or whatever the fuck it was called. What was it called? District 9. District 9. The no, that was no. A movie. That was a movie. no, no. It was called... A TV show called this TV show to aliens in the TV screen. He's like, oh, something 81, like a 81. Videotape? Yeah. I never finished that. Oh, oh I, project project uh, 81. I never saw that. I liked it a lot. That shit was not renewed. All the garbage that gets picked up for another season that wasn't picked up. I'm so mad about that. Archive, Archive 81. 81. There it is. Aliens 81. Archive 81 was pretty good. I, I, I didn't like it at first, but then I really That's, got into it. I was like, this is good. I like it. And the ending gave me chills. I was like, oh, snap. The ending, bro, is really good. They didn't pick that up for a second season. I hope somebody else does. I hope it gets second life somewhere else, speaking of aliens. Anyway, moving on. Can right, we, let's can talk we, smut. I got a, can we tie it together? If aliens did come here, would you watch the subset of porn that involved aliens? Because I'm sure there would be some. Oh yeah. Um. What? But why? Why does everyone always go to the dumb, low-hanging, like probe your butt joke? I, you already did one. I'm not blaming you. I'm saying, what, why is that? Do we assume they'll go after our butts? No, because every it's like every uh, encounter, encounter story, everyone is. I got not everyone, but it's, it, but it's I, a common I think a couple, theme. I think like one guy was probably like, and they uh, touch my butt. So now the whole thing is like, aliens touch your butt. I got Maybe. pulled onto like one a time. Ship. It probably happened. I got pulled onto a ship, and I got poked and prodded and probed. Left and right, and then someone was probably like, "And your butt, like, yeah, my butt. yeah." It became a common. So that be, I think, I don't. Did you, I don't see, did you ever see fire in the sky? You know what always drove me? like Rich avoids all of these things. That's why he's amazed by like the pyramid stuff. Like that stuff they talk about all the time. Fire, on these in shows. The, fire in the sky. They like drilled a hole in like the guy's eyeball. It was. Oh, you gotta watch some ancient aliens, bro. Um, what was I gonna say? 
aliens probing but, butts. If uh, aliens, uh, oh, there's a funny. There was a funny SNL clip, and it's great because Kate McKinnon's in it. It's it was like it's a uh, handsome dude, um, one of the other chicks, and Kate McKinnon, and like the other two had these like glorious like glowing experiences where they're great, and Kate McKinnon's just sitting there smoking a cigarette, like talking about how like they all her. stood around and probed her. It's very funny. Can't Kate, show it. Kate though. McKinnon, pretty hilarious. So I'm sure it was good. Um, Ryan Gosling is in it. Sorry, <laughs> handsome dude. All right, so time for a little smut, a little friend in need. Wait, the one thing I didn't know about the the alien story, though, yeah, is so nine months from now, we can have little alien babies, or are there alien babies there are, well, out here? I assume this is a study release, so this, right. there are so, alien babies so in existence. Elon Musk is an alien baby. I told you. That would make sense. Okay, cool. When was he born? How old is What year was he born? Elon Musk, probably, what, 50-ish or so? In our lifetime, if you he live was, a nice... He was born in 1971. I'm sure if you look, you can correlate an alien landing to the 70s, early 1970s. If, if, you, live a, if you live a nice long and life... And find that, alien, that Elon Musk was an alien being. Do you think uh, there'll be more than speculation? Do you think there'll ever be like proof, evidence, fact, aliens? Or do you think in our lifetime now? Yeah, I think so. If you live another 50 years, do you think eventually yeah. it'll be like, hey, listen... Uh, I know now they release documents and people speculate and it's like, no, it's in the documents. I'm talking, will someone, will the president, whoever it is in 25 years from now be like American people. It's true. I'm just looking forward. We have talked to aliens to find out who killed JFK. Well, spot to go back to the, the Prince footage. I wonder if the guys that are paying child support thinking it's their baby when it's really an aliens, that would be really, I wonder if they get reimbursed. Yeah. That's what I want to know. And on his 18th birthday found out it wasn't his. (laughs) Yeah. And on his 18th birthday, found out it was an alien. Um, based on your Prince clip that you pulled. Yeah, that was cool. I like that story. That any, it's about it. Any day, someone could be like, I have this old footage from, I was in Dallas, I believe. And they could have an angle of uh, the Kennedy assassination and it could clear everything up. Imagine if like tomorrow out of all days, it's like headline news and someone was taping the whole thing from another angle and they pan up and it's like a shooter in a window. Imagine if like the mysteries of the world could be solved, but instead we found Prince as a seven-year-old. But that gives you hope. I know. Gives you hope. All right. Um, aliens could be racist. Jose says aliens could be racist. Yeah. Imagine they come here and they're like, we only like Filipinos. They kill everybody else. I just assumed. That's when I'm Filipino Cavino. I'm like, what's up? I just assumed they meant like the human race. No, racists. Like, they, yeah, but what if they're like, Irish people must die first. Who knows? And every woke person that yeah. opposes them, they just immediately kill. Who knows? Could be, Who knows? Could be. But know. That story um, got my mind thinking of, of, of the encounter. I just, I just picture them being dumb aliens coming down. Well, who, who, That's who, if we find me? them. If we find them, yeah. Um, you look pretty smart. Will you be our leader? Let's see how you guys do with hey. guessing some birthday ages today. Okay. And then, uh, smut, and then smut, smut, smut. Yeah, I mean, I keep trying to get to it, and you're like, one more thing about the aliens. You're talking about birthdays. All right, well, I figured I'd Can't bring blame it on me. Um, Billy D. Williams. Oh, he's old as fuck. I mean, we had him on our show, uh, and he was old as hell, and that was like 20 years ago. 82 years old. 84. 85. Dang. The sexiest man on planet Earth. Ryan. Paul Rudd. Oh. 
He's 54. Oh, yeah, 54. Two, two. 53. Oh, gross. Okay. Dang. From Scrubs. Very funny guy. He's been on our show. Zach Braff. Oh, Zach Very Braff. nice guy. Uh, Is it Zach Braff or Dax Shepard? I can't tell. 46. He is, no. He's like 48. 47. There you go. So close. You guys split the difference. Um, very, very sweet on our show as well. From Full and Fuller House, Candace Cameron Bure. She's like my age. 45. 46. Wow. I don't know if you know who she is. You know her by face, but I don't know if you'll know the name. Eliza Coop. Very funny. From Scrubs and Happy Endings and a lot of like... Funny com- uh, you know, comedy spot. If you look up Eliza Coop. I know Eliza Dushku. You'll be like, Eliza Coop, she's hilarious. I think she's underrated. Eliza Coop. Oh, I know her face. She's 41 today. You know this. Look I, at Eliza Coop. I know this. You'll I be like, this, oh, I know her. I know this face. Uh, let me find a good photo of her. You'll say, oh, yeah, I know her. Eliza Coop. Definitely funny. I know this face. She's in a ton of things. She's very funny. So, Eliza Coop, happy, happy birthday. birthday to all of them and you. Eliza Dushka. Now, I told you I was at the dentist the other day. I had an appointment at 2.30. Dickie at oh. the dentist. Did they uh, probe you? Yeah, they, uh, I, I woke They're up. aliens. I woke up and my pants were around my ankles. I'm like, I came here to get a filling. I you know. know that, you know that happened to Rose, right? The doctor put her on laughing gas and started to like stare at her boobs. He's like, wow, wow, wow. And then she had like stormed out. Oh, that was that like a very special Golden Girls? Might have been. <laughs> or a weird dream you had. Wait a second. Wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. That was in my brain. So the first one's less about smart, more about relationships and just connecting. My dentist, not my dentist, my dental hygienist. We'll call her Jessica. Jessica was like, you seem like a, you seem like a guy I could talk to. I'm like, yeah. Have at it. Let's hear it. She's like, let me ask you. Have you ever been in a relationship where you guys both agree this should probably end, but you have a big trip planned together? Do you go on the trip? Do you sit it out? Do you make the best of it? What do you do? And that was her question to me. And... I had thoughts, and then after I told her my thoughts, she said, believe it or not, she was with a dude, and they both agreed that this relationship has run its course. It's done. I'm not feeling you. You're not feeling maybe maybe the same way. Our schedules stink. Like, we're not connecting. They went on the vacation anyway, and apparently she's like, it gave us new life, and that was four years ago. But at first, we were like, maybe we shouldn't even go on this trip and just break up. They went on the trip. It was like a two-week international trip. They got out of their own zone here in California, bonded on a whole new level, and they came back, and, they, and they've been good since for years. Uh, they were in Israel. Wow. So, by the way, they're a very special guest. Oh, <laughs> Ben just I thought, I thought the Sarah opened the door slowly. It was Ben. <laughs> ben. He looked in and then he just like, hey. Does this kid own a pair of pants? I'm just wondering. I don't think so. A little offended. Why? Because he's got a huge dong. He's got a bulge. He's this kid. Diaper, diapers. That's it. <laughs> so your thoughts on that and then I'll get to the, the, the smut story of the day. I think you take, I mean, that story proves 
I've the theory and answers the question. But I've been on a vacation with an ex where yeah, but it could go both. It could yeah, go either way. Right? Her and I, her, I went with my ex from college to Jamaica, not Queens. Yeah, man. Jet ski, parasail, banana board, beard gun, and we went on vacation because we had bought the tickets, booked the resort. But it was almost like a yeah, I don't like you anymore. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to go? I mean, I don't hate you. We just this is just not working anymore. We went on that vacation, and. The whole time, all I could think was, look at all these people who love each other. I don't love you. And while I did get to lay in the sun, got to go snorkeling, got to, you know. You didn't do any butt snorkeling, huh? Yeah, you know, went to the swim up bar, did all the usual shit. Probably even hooked up a little bit because you were on vacation just for the hell of it because you're in that mode. But steel drums playing. Everyone's smiling except for you. I just remember thinking, I'm the least happy person in this magical moment. Even the steel drum didn't make you happy? Steel drum makes everybody You're happy. on a daytime excursion like, hey, it's the booze cruise snorkeling adventure. 80 bucks a person. You, you go on it. And I remember looking around like couples are like canoodling and kissing and being like, oh, what are we doing tonight? All being all cute and romantic. And I remember just being like, going snorkeling or what? I, I don't know. I don't go know either why. way. I don't know but why. Based but on your hygienist story, you take that chance. You've invested all this time anyway. This, these are the, this is the feedback be, I was... Uh, it could be a great experience. This is the feedback I was waiting for. Yeah, but the moral of her story was they took the chance. Oh, yeah. And they took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Oh, and, and I think that's beautiful, because I was thinking more along the lines of Rachel, who hit us up, saying, I went on a trip when a relationship was over. I ended up leaving halfway through and flew home alone. I, I just think there's a risk there. Uh, Becker said, I canceled the trip when my relationship was on the rocks. Cost me 700 bucks in change fees. Love on, isn't that the, how the song goes? Love on the rocks. Ain't no canceled, surprise. No, it's canceled my trip. trip. She that, is a that? pain in my balls and dick. Becker said he did this at best decision he made. Um, I don't know. I, 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 he doesn't know that though. He knows how life played out. Yeah. Right. But he doesn't know what could have been. We know ne we never do. We just accept our reality and say, yeah, that's, that's cool. You know, sometimes you break up and you know, it's not going like, I this I cannot be the only person that this has happened to. A lot of times people do like, hey, you know what? This ain't working. Maybe we need a getaway. And by the time the getaway rolls around, you've already got worse where it's like, are we still going on this trip? I mean, I guess so. I mean, we have a week in Mexico. Are we going or what? I mean, yeah, let's make the best of it. I mean, and then it's... I, when you get away with the one you love and things are good... Think of the anticipation of that trip. The trip is like a break from the stress. Imagine the trip being the, oh, no, now I'm stressed. Andrew Sims says, I think her story is the exception. I agree. That's why I was like, really? Because yeah, I thought I, she was going to say the opposite. It's going to give you clarity either way. It's like these magical dates on these dating shows. If you can't find love, I found love in a what spot? Hopeless place. 
you either find love in a hopeless place or like an amazing sunset in combo. You know what I mean? Like if you can't find a a commonality and a great moment in paradise, it's like, if you can't have fun at Disneyland and like, maybe you just aren't good together. You know, that led to one of my breakups with an ex you're in Disney. I'm sure. I mean, I told the story before, but, but, but that's my point. So it's, yeah. it's going to tell you the truth. It's like truth serum either way. It's like, all right, here we are. We left our worries behind. We're, uh, we're in paradise and you're bothering me about this. I remember those being... are big time reality checks or vice versa. Like, you know what? This is great. You're great. Sorry. We've been fighting, you know, life is stressful, but let's enjoy this. Which is the case with your hygienist. It could go both ways. I uh, I remember being in Disney with my ex, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And we're in the most magical place on earth. Trying to have a magical up. day. I had the hookup too. I remember we stayed at like a beautiful Disney property. We got... Goofy's VIP. house? What? Goofy's house? Yeah, no, I, I, I was at Goofy's house. Oh, hey, here's the breakfast. Gosh. Gosh. He's more goofy than me. Would you want a coffee and waffles? Gee, golly. If I'm goofy, who are you? And I remember thinking, looking around, families, couples, everyone smiles ear to ear. And I'm looking at my ex, Kristen, being like, you are a pain in my ass. (laughs) You know right now. And I just remember thinking, like, if you are annoying me at the magic kingdom. Pain in my, my ass. You went on Mel Gibson. If you, if you're not laughing on the teacups, oh. when all the world is spinning around you, you're like, ah, 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 ah. I remember her busting my balls. Yeah, so you at know the Magic Kingdom, and I remember thinking, that's why. But that's why it. you go on that trip because you get your answer. Oh, but, but you, you know, know what I'm saying? Someone could argue this. You Listen, get your clarity, Cove. Someone could argue the opposite and say, what happens is the relationships no bueno. You go on a trip, and all it does is uh, confuse you. Because what happens is, you could be like, you know, Stephanie's not the right girl for me. Guess what? You go to Aruba for a week. Stephanie could feel like she's the right girl again, but then you go back to reality, and you're like, oh, the vacation tricked me. That's also a risk you're you're throwing out there. The risk of this vacation going to trick. Yeah, it's not Our feelings. you. It's teaching you a lesson that you're letting life's problems get in the way of your relationship. <laughs> no joke. I read the feedback. If you're pissing me off while we're on the Dumbo ride, like there should be no one. You know who the only people that should be aggravated at Disney? People with little kids that Look are waiting in long lines. Did you ever notice the little mouth is on the top? The little mouth. You're so, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Worst. Everybody knows the mouth there. You're just stupid. <sighs> mouth. We're here on a Dumbo ride. I talk about stupid mouth. You want a churro? Ugh, I told you I don't like churros, moron. If you listen to me. <laughs> See, but you get your clarity. Yeah. Get your clarity. Well. Like. So that was all the hygienist had to say. Uh, Where's yeah, the uh, smut? No, no. That I said uh, I had relationship stuff and, uh, and smut. I, I think you take that trip. Smut. Get your answers. Now, Spot, I sent you this yesterday on the CNR chat. It was smart. No, it was a show that is getting some backlash. Did you see this? It's a show about no. It's a nothing. show about it's a show about nothing and everything. It's a show about swingers. Did you see this? 
No? No. No. I don't think so. Uh, no. I know I'm not watching it. No. Let me find which, which article it is. There it is. Fine. It's a Google. It's, uh, I sent it to you yesterday right at the beginning of showtime. Right above an Instagram post. It's a little Google link. Got it. And apparently there are all types of dating shows. We know this, right? Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance, Joe Millionaire. They're fun. They're it's like lowbrow watching, but it's, it's like it's entertaining. It's the dumbest form of entertainment. But they're trying to push the envelope, right? Temptation Island. Love is Blind. There's a new one that Nick Lachey is hosting that's coming out soon, right? Where it's couples are tested on vacation. Like they go on vacation. It's like, are they going to come back a couple or are they going to? Uh, I thought that was F-Boy Island. That's sort of like F-Boy Island spot, but uh, there's another one with Nick Lachey and Jessica uh, and Vanessa Manila. Watch the trailer for this show. It's called Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. And it's couples that go to this trip and they're apparently open to the idea of swinging and swapping and stuff. Apparently, it's a disaster spot. Hit it. Which is new favorite show. I've never watched it. Oh, I wouldn't even know where to watch it. I it's think it's about on to be your new channel show. four. So I think it's like it's, a foreign show that it's open house. The great sex experiment. So it must be a uh, channel four. Is that the UK? Perhaps. Deep in the English countryside is a unique retreat oh, wow. where committed couples can open up their relationships. It is our first time doing anything like this. With the help of the retreat's liberated residents, it's just natural to have sex with multiple people. Will they make fantasy a reality? You might be a tired guy after tonight. Or realize it's harder than expected. It's not cool, no, it is real life. To be in love and have sex with other people. Oh, this is the most out of my comfort zone I've ever been. I had so many thoughts. Obviously, this is not my lifestyle. I'm not judging anyone's house, lifestyle. But when you think experiment. about it, what, what I've learned, especially going through my relationship trials and tribulations, is you know, family unit is important because like blended families and segmented families and all co-parenting is for the birds. I'm not saying blended families are bad. I'm saying. The scenario I'm in is not fun. Every time you say blended family, I picture Terry Crews singing in the movie Blended. Yeah, and it was the Sandman. Yeah, the Sandman. Yeah. Who's in that with Oh, yeah. The yeah, red yeah. girl, yeah. Oh, is that Jennifer Aniston in oh. that movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Terry so. Crews would pop out of nowhere and always be like, blended, blended. So I think in the future... Aliens, when they come here, they're going to say, why do you commit to one person when it, comes, man-made. when it comes to sex, having sex? But I think they would say, you keep your, here's how it's done, earthlings. Keep your family unit together. You know, abide by a trust in, in this family, but have sex freely. I, th- I could see in the future, just based on aliens. Based no, on seriously. aliens? No, 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 you that's my joke. Oh, based on based aliens. Based on what they teach us. Oh, yeah. But based on what the future sees... In other marriages not working, it doesn't all add up. So there's got to be a compromise of, look, family's important, so we keep the unit together. 
kind of how Will and Jada were trying to do it, just gets sticky and ugly because we're not used to it and people don't know how to navigate it. But once it becomes like an accepted sort of normal thing, I, I do see that being the way in the future because you got to keep a family unit. No. It's important. You know, there's but, all, it, but it how do work. you expect people to stay monogamous when it doesn't seem to work? It, it can't the work. The proof is in the pudding. You know what? I, I think it can't work. Mm, again, I can't say that. I'm saying as, as relationships evolve, look, we talked about how kids don't even put value on their own lives. Kids do not value relationships the same way. But a family unit is important. Unit. You know, I, I feel like Spot has an opinion here. I, I can't. So I think that I think that the family dynamic is going to be an accepted normal, I think, well, sort spot, of thing in the what are, future. What are we talking about here? Hey, let, me, that, uh, let me pose the question for you. <laughs> what are we talking I, about? Because I'm here, very here, confused. Spot, I, I want well, your I thoughts. I had but a let me, lot let of me, thoughts when I saw that. Because we were watching a video about swingers, now all of a sudden you're talking about a family unit. No, I'm no, because I have a thought. With, uh, let, me follow, let me follow that up and then give me your thoughts. I think that it's impossible for this to work out for 90% of people because there's always a few things that'll happen, right? Number one, you start taking your eye off the family unit and the family unit is what's going to make your kids, you know, succeed and your kids, you know, grow the right way, right? There's no one that ever, no man or woman, you could say I could handle it, right? People love to say this all the time. How many times have you been with someone where they're like, yeah, we could be like friends with benefits, how do friends with benefits end? Uh, I didn't see that movie. Someone always catch, catches feelings and then it's uh, it ends poorly. See this guy right here? Right here? Oh, this guy? Hello. No, me. Oh, you? Me. Spot nailed it. Catching feelings. Two people could say. Catch feels. Two people could say, yo, you want to be in an open relationship? Yeah, I can handle it. Yeah, but ki people, younger people, especially today, Rich, know that there's so many options. There's options, you know, that waiting around no, the band. I, no, there's agreed. options uh, as soon as they open no. their phone. All right, so that, no, I agree with you, but you Wait, know what the thing is? There's, there's no value on, on like, yeah, our love and you. There's no value on you because there's like 8 million yous. You make a point. You're, in, you're, in this person's DMs You're right backing now. up sort of my narrative here, which is. Okay. There's options and a brand new life around the band? Yeah. yeah. There, wow. There is. <laughs> Where's a major bed? emphasis on people probably being more open to this idea than ever before. Agreed with you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that doesn't change. You know, there's things that are consistent through generations, no matter how much you try to change it. People are never going to be okay being second best. And everyone, every relationship that's like some type of casual thing. All right. A husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. You say that, but we're Dude, conditioned and programmed to feel that I, way. I'm, no, we're not. It's you don't instinctual. Know. All right. Man you don't and woman, know. People, right? people like, like in the future might be like, yeah, whatever. I got options too. Let's gonna have it. Man and woman. I want to bang other people. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Let's do it. Yeah. Now, at first, he sleeps with. See, but you're, you're, I got to stop you because you're coming from today's perspective of you're placing value on Sarah, right? Someone in the future places so much. You see the narcissism running rampant? All people care about is themselves. And, and them and no life revolving around them. What makes you think that people are going to care about other people so much that they have to have that person in the future? We don't know that. No, I, we I, don't know that. Um, we, cause we value people and we put value on relationships. Kids, if it keeps going this way, they might not at all. Monogamy is a man-made concept. So yeah. So therefore 
if that's a man-made concept, what Rich is describing here, this jealousy shit, might also be something that's non-existent in the future when people are so self-centered that I can't even fucking believe it. Maybe that's a factor, but my thought is people in our kids' generation, people that are like 20-something and younger are going to be way more open to the like, yeah, like we have a fluid relationship. We do whatever. I'm, I'm just saying that at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, man and woman, or, or man and man, or woman and woman, whatever it is, I'm going to go bang other people. I'm, I think I could deal with that. That's cool. Me too. At first, the guy could sleep around. It's just sex. It's cool with me. And then he could be like, yeah, you know, I guess it's like, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I don't love it. But uh, hey, if she's going to get her rocks off and it's cool. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to slap uh, Chris Rock on stage. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, eventually you're going to lose your shit and slap a comedian at an award show. No, eventually one of you will start to feel more for someone else other than your partner. It's inevitable because new will always seem more appealing than old, right? It's a fact. You've been with the same person 10 years. Some new person becomes your new hookup. You're going to want to end up spending more time with the new hookup, which will then ruin your relationship. It is so tricky. So tricky. I really That's do why, think. That's why, like I said, commitment will be different. It'll be committed to the family, kids, not committed to you. Now, kids in this make it very tricky. I think a, I think a I couple agree. without kids could pull this off if and only if. This is a very important point, so pay attention. It's very Swinging and stuff could work out if you don't break the rules. You know, this recently. you know what it's, the rules are? It's all about... It, the the rules are this. The rules is commu- the number one rule is uh, duck communication. I didn't say the first rule in a crisis situation. Not only, but also that's rule three. Yeah. But no, the first rule in a crisis situation is you move too soon. I don't know. If they, we only know the third rule. Anyway, uh, it's communication. So you have to be completely open and honest and communicate. Like so. Everything needs to be discussed beforehand. You can't just go off and do things on your own and come home and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I banged the uh, hot waitress at uh, uh, the local peasant last night. Dude. We're, we're not penguins, though. When you talk about penguins pick a mate for life, and I think they stay a family forever, and if one of the mates die, they don't they don't move on. Um, we're, we're humans, and we have options, and we don't value the things that we used to value. Now, you got to keep that in mind. Now, Bree says, let's be 100% here. Let's be 100. At the end of the day, both or one of the people will be jealous. It'll never work. Point blank period. Feelings get involved and shit gets weird. Now, I think it could work. Let's, let's be honest. We know Wes is going to go out there and be like yeah, slaying ass left and right. Again, you're, it's attributing, the unknown. you're attributing like Bree's normal feelings no, I, to I'm, something that is like, it's gonna be that could out, be changing I, in the future. I'm going to be giving out beard tickles. I still haven't really made my main point which is it works you said communication spot but when i say the rules when i say the rules is let's say uh spot you and kristen agreed to be swingers now swingers meaning with other couples sex parties other couples all that whole day resorts whatever right oh here's the deal if you guys meet up with another couple oh frank and becky met up with spot and kristen they had a good time. They called a day. They're safe. They move on. You know All what? Inclusive. Now, now, here's what happens. If that happens, 
I think they could function. I think they'd be like, that's their thing. Now, if all of a sudden, on the sly, Frank's like, hey, Kristen, uh, let's like meet up without the spouses. I think a lot of times... No, it's called cheating. No, yeah, I think a lot of times in swinger situations, it's a... The door is opened enough where a, there's a difference between cheating and swinging when people are living that lifestyle. I completely agree. Like swinging's like, yo, me and my girl and you and your girl, let's have fun. No strings attached versus, oh, I liked her. Let me secretly call her now. That is deceptive. Yes. I find that's, that's where it goes uh, wrong. Well, I've never done any of Would this. You? I do find it incre- increasingly, increasingly intriguing. Is she? Your wife? Uh, it's taking a little convincing. But, uh, but, you th- but what do you, where do you think the convincing is? Like, do you think she'd be jealous or you think she doesn't want other dudes? I, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like she's a little cons- conservative and reserved and, and sees this as like uh, something that's not quite for her. What gives that up? Her Donald Trump panties? <laughs> um, <laughs> Number one sign she's conservative. You know, but like, it, the way here's... <laughs> Here, I look Her at Mike it. Mike Pence yoga pants. I look first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, her Rick DeSantis foam finger. <laughs> Got to be it. Oh man. Her Tucker Carlson uh, mug. <laughs> so funny because she's like the most liberal person ever. Yeah. Um, it's intriguing, especially uh, you know because uh, as I've I've said many a time, I, I just feel like you know kids aren't in the cards for me. So it seems like, you know, and now I need to fill my time with something else. So this, this seems pretty interesting for her. I just think she's uh conservative. I also feel like she doesn't feel like she's up to par of other people. Like she doesn't feel like she can roll and trust in, me. In your wife world. is hotter than 80, 90% of the people probably in the swinging um, community. You've been to the green door for every yeah. like decent looking person. We saw at that sex club spot when we all walked around yeah. together. It would it was have like, to be a very controlled environment and anything. So it's, it's, it's interesting, but it's, you know, I, I, and also too, it's like, it's great on paper and in thought, but you never know how you're going to act in the moment. So you just, it's, it's like, I might be like, yeah, let's do it. And then I show up and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I have a question. We we live by a certain set of rules and, and standards that were set, you know, many moons ago. What would it take for like a new... What would it take, honestly? A new world order, brother? No, what would it take to be like, listen, guys, the way we've been doing things are, are all uh, right. A couple know? generations, to be honest. I think it's already happened. You don't think it could be... People used to sleep in different beds on TV. Plus, as Now I, there's like gay people kissing on TV. There's transgender I, I rights like, and all. Like, think of where we've come in two generations. Within two more generations, when you're an old guy, you know how old people are always confused? Because in two generations from now, kids are going to be like... Like, I like they're going to do whatever the hell they want. And you're going to be like the old guy that's confused. Like back in my day, people were monogamous. Um, <laughs> they lived like the penguins. I also think <laughs> you don't live like penguins, kids. <laughs> penguins. Yeah. We should be more like the penguins. <laughs> you're a bunch of fucking rabbits. Hey, just they, fucking everything. As they put me in a straight jacket. Bring them your pebble and you'll be for, together for life. A pebble. A pebble. Uh, um, you know, otters, they link arms so they don't float away from each other. I love arting, our otters. Um, I think also as Americans, too, we're Merkins. a little... Merc, Merkins. We're a little bit more uptight about sex. I think other cultures are a little bit lax, Europeans especially. Oh, yeah. But I think we're a little bit more uptight about things. So, I mean, I don't disagree. Like, I have a question. I completely believe in, like, 
a family unit and I believe in, in finding a partner to experience life with. Oh, please. But if, it doesn't mean you can't dip your yeah, uh, the dipstick and uh, The vows have to be completely other, different. Like, other you're not committing to <laughs> you that person. Oil. It's going to be that. It's definitely going to be that. Hey, it I has a, to be that. I have a pregunta for I, you. I commit to Richard, raising no, a family with you, but I don't commit to one vagina for the rest of my life. I think, I'll, I'll tell you That's what. where the future is. I'm not saying... I'm not saying I'd push for it hard, but if I didn't have a family and it was just Sarah and I were like, yeah, we're not going to have kids. Oh, you'd totally be in this. I, I feel like you'd be fucking, I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like having a family choice. unit and being like, uh, you know, you know, a family unit and a, and a role model to my kids and trying to do the, the right thing in a family unit is, is what you do when you got kids. I feel like if I was just, if I was like a married couple that was like, if I was you and Kristen or like Chris or like, uh, Richard, Mike and Shannon, like couples that didn't have kids, I'd be like, yeah, like, what do you guys limit each other for? Rich would be going to key parties with the, the Lovejoys next door. Uh, why yeah. would we what? Well, limit each other. Yeah. Um, oh, Spot, my, my question is this. What about not banging? Hear me out. How do you feel about you and Kristen? How you said you're a little intrigued and she might not be? What about, hear me, listen I for think a second. she's like slightly intrigued. Oh, I just need that, to like. That's why I'm asking. Let me you ask you stop this. staring at Sophia Beverly's tatties on social media. I don't know if I could handle that. Spot, follow this. What if it was, what would a good word for you, like swinging light be? Like a, like a, like a little park bench? Like what, like what, instead of full up swinging, like uh, swanging? I don't know. What if it was like, yeah, let him nope. This, let him figure this out. I'm trying to think like a, what a word would be for swinging light. No sex. No oral sex. I'm talking like, what if you and your significant other went out and you're like, cool with like, yo, let's like make out with other people and be touchy feeling and just be like, like have like, like, what would, I don't even know what that would mean. Cause you might say, well, what's that worth? Like, you know, the thrill of going to a bar. Tony says it's emotionally swinging, which I think, and I agree with him is much more dangerous. You just want to make it about. The act. And Rich enjoying, just wants to get like his junior high school rocks off. It sounds like. Yeah, you want to make it more. He wants you to try help. Like with, to me, no, no, I'm, with not, I don't, I don't, me, I'm not saying. I think the. It's I think, about, to me, it's about physical enjoyment. No, Rich for me, wants for, a handy and he wants to feel some tatties. No, no, no. I'm saying like I think the idea of uh, that that initial like ooh look at her look at him look at that and and people get that initial like reaction at a bar like oh you want validation. That's probably part of it, but I'm saying I think that's but you everyone just show does. people your penis to see the reaction. What if, what if, what if you uh. said to Kristen, what if you said to Kristen, let's be swingers light mm. where you guys could like make out with other people, be up on people, but you're not going to like have Did sex. Did you say baby carrots? And I think that's a, I think that's an option too. Like, I, I don't think you have to like go full in balls to the wall, literally and figuratively. Um, but I think you Except can. Except style. Yeah. You can probably like for women, it's different, obviously. I'll be honest, you know, when I was a single guy, sometimes I would enjoy making out with a girl more at the bar than actually having sex with her because the make out at the bar was more of the like conquer, like the, yo, uh, got you where I want you. Well, it, it, I mean, I feel like you feel the same way because Kavino would be like, yo, I remember going to the bar with Kavino, like, who's the hottest girl here? And Kavino would be like, yo, that girl's the hottest girl at the bar. Now, if by the end of the night, if Kavino was having a drink with her making out, I feel like that is. More of the payoff than being like, all right, now I'm going to go banger. Like, that's great and all, but you don't think the, like that, the validation and the, and the fun of the chase is actually equally intriguing? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's like, you know, Kristen has my whole heart. 
Oh, maybe swingers like could be like a tier, like the other, and the plus could be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Kristen has my whole heart. Doesn't mean other women can't have my dick. Dang, bro. Can we isolate that and send it to her? MP, MP3? Let's, let's let her hear I'm that. I'm sure Jordan will text her. No. Um, I think it's going to be a much different place when our kids' kids. I mean, I'm stating the obvious here. It's just trying to predict what it will be. Yeah, it'll and be I, very, I think it'll be um, close to what I said before. Because I, I think everyone's going to agree. Free love. A lot of these free kids are going to be. Come back. A lot of these kids are going to be coming up in broken families because they've realized that. Marriage is difficult, but they're going to realize that a family unit is important. So they keep the family unit important. They commit to the family, but not to the, not to the sexual and, needs of one person. And I feel like this becomes something, at least from what I've observed, which makes which makes kind of sense. It be becomes honest. something that you do together, much like uh, taking a trip together. It becomes something, an act you do together, and you bond over. So it's really about strengthening the bond you have with your partner. By experiencing this this excitement and joy and and taboo and and all this stuff with other, with other people, so you're strengthening the this the bond together by going out and having fun. So, you ever have a close call? Who me? Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you have a couple? Oh, oh. Uh, weren't you up in like upstate New York and oh, some couple was, was like hanging with you guys and oh, you're like, Kristen, I think they want to swim only with today, us. When, if only I had that youth that I had 10, 15 years ago when we, when like, yeah, we were, we were essentially like recruited. a couple invited you to hang. We were recruited and we were with a group of people, but we, my wife and I were specifically recruited because the guy approached us because his girl was into Kristen, which is usually how it works. Um, even though he offered up her for me, but, uh, we were still just dating. Kristen wasn't into it. Well, I have so a question. We, like we passed on, it. even though we were like, we went back and they were, they pulled out four glasses. I, I, have, a, I have a, there were a ton up. of people there. They pulled out four glasses to make drinks. Ooh. Like we were going to stay. I feel like, uh, I feel rough. like a follow-up question is needed here. Yes. Would you be, I said, Kavino's more conservative. I could tell I'm by sorry. his, uh, Ronald see? Reagan, uh, <laughs> his Ronald Reagan boxer briefs. Did you say Juby? Mexican just, Ghostbusters are here. Can't you have them come like... I'm not... Oh, no, actually, I can't what? spot the answer. You know not. what? You they're want the answer? Here, they're here at the right time, to be you honest. You want the answer? No, they're here at the okay. right time. No, no questions. No, I'm, I'm not, I, I can't, we're, I'm not. we're the ones running late. You, you do realize, like, my landscaper doesn't come to just me. He has, like, a route and a, like... A, have, a, have him come a little a, later. A system. I can't be like, hey, can you... I, say, hey, can you go to another house first and then come here just on Wednesdays? Okay, pose your question. I bet you other people. I know are. you're. I know you're more conservative because I've. I've Myrtle seen your, down uh, the street isn't doing a radio show. I've seen your. Uh, I saw your Newt Gingrich. No, he's. Uh, <laughs> I've seen your. Uh, I forget it. <laughs> Good try, Rich. Would you be okay bringing in another woman, but you didn't get to touch her? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sarah just said no. Wait, she must have missed the whole beginning of the conversation. Oh, she, she that's her reaction. Stank I, I too, think. Though. I think she didn't. I, th I don't think she knew there was a second half to that sentence. Oh. She's like, would, would you, you be cool bringing in another? Would you be okay bringing in another woman? Mm -hmm. If spot, 
Yep. You, Kristen, and another woman. Now, you yep. didn't get to touch the woman. Yep. The I woman mean, it didn't touch you, but it was simply for Kristen's enjoyment. I, would you be like, would it be too much of a tease where it's like, you know, I whoa, said whoa, this, whoa, hold on. There's another woman here, but like, I'm just here. I said this to I said this to Kristen recently. I'm like, I'd be okay if you wanted to experience something and I was able to watch. Not with another dude, though. That's not, I'm not into that. I'm not Will Smith. I'm not enjoying watching. I don't even want to know. Right, give me, I'll give you one like, more hypothetical. One more hypothetical. It, even the thought of her with another dude uh, like enrages me. Oh, so then you can never do this. Thing. But like another woman, yes. Right, I have a I'd question. be okay with that. What if it was a, what if it was a hot girl? It's a different experience. Soft. Pick a, pick a hot girl you love spot in your can, mind. You know, they can do whatever they, girls but do together. Imagine some hot girl in your mind that, that, that you would love to see your wife with. Okay, you got it? You know what? My wife's too good for Sophie Beverly. <laughs> I have to picture someone else. Okay, let's <laughs> so let's say it's some hot girl with your wife. Yeah. Would you be okay picture with Katie it? Katie Holmes in her prime. Would you be okay with it if that like girl Like Tony said earlier, Katie Holmes in the gift. Okay, Katie Holmes, would you be okay if while this is going down, her dude was sitting in the corner whacking off? Both like am I Like there too? you and the dude were both there just whacking off. <laughs> Like watching your girl. No, you know, that would make me feel weird because I would have to be a single girl because I wouldn't want to lock eyes with another dude. What if, it was another, what, if, what if you met another couple? What like, if you met another like, hot couple? Like, Camino, look, look at me. Imagine if we were like locked eyes while like two chicks were going at it. I think the trick is to focus on one eye. Is that it? <laughs> That's my trick. <laughs> Makes it less awkward. That's my trick. That's your eye contact trick in a meeting. And I think it works when you're uh, uh, masturbating in a weird session. I don't mean the one eye between my legs. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, come in. Come in, Sarah. Sarah's like, come in. Sarah's in her jammies not feeling good today. Why am I feeling like crap? Um, oh, come on. You would not be able to sit in bed. You'd be like, oh, let me just get closer to bed. Dip down. Oh, let me just, oh, let me assist. No, <laughs> let me assist is a great fucking uh, entry line. Can I give you a hand with that? Can I help you? <laughs> can I just poke a cheek? Sarah, you know, you, I just I, I'm a hero. Can I just for slap not, a little bit? I'm a oh, hero. Not, I don't want can I just be a slapper, no. please? I'm a hero. No. I'm a hero. Hi, Ben. The sun is in here. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Oh, how would you bring a kid in during this conversation? I'm calling Dyfus. Yeah, see what happens. Ah! No. Ben, so spot. ben wants to swing. Ben's going to be a little Sarah's, swinger. Sarah's He's going to be a little no. swinger. in his eye. He's already swinging that hog around. He's got a little outlaw, this kid. So, <laughs> a little swinging outlaw. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just wonder if you can handle that spot. You and your, your wife and another woman. He's got no pants on already. Your wife and another woman. You're like, okay, cool. Oh, there's Ben. He put fart on the wall. But your wife with another woman, but the catch is her dude has to be like in the room. Nah, I'm not doing that. Spanking it. Nope. I don't want to see another dude. I don't want to lock eyes with another dude. Hmm. Rich and his ADHD. Sorry, Rich. Cannot <laughs> just sit time. there. Maybe next time. I don't know. I'll tell you what, man. Interesting conversation. Interesting conversation. And it comes up because that show is reality television trying to just figure how can we push the envelope next step. And it's all couples that were sent somewhere. All couples sent to a retreat, a resort. And, and all these couples, you know what they're told? They're told, uh, you're all open to swinging. Oh, have fun. And then, then you see these people like devastated, probably like, I thought I could handle it, but I can't. And people crying and other people banging. And the thing is, yeah, like, the well, old school set of rules that worked for our grandparents. Yeah. Just, again, were set and they worked in a time where they didn't have as many options as people do today. People are disposable today. We don't agree. Yeah. This isn't working. 
all right, I'll find someone else who works who works with me a little better. Yeah. You know, you can move on much easier. So it's easy to judge. I, I do agree. It's easy to judge. You see old people. I saw a lot of older people saying, yeah, exactly, Will Smith, because you have no foundation, you know, but, yo, man, he lives in a different time. He's not an old guy with no options. That, that whole... Um, Everybody has these options that didn't exist before. I always forget the story. Got to keep that in mind. Entanglement with August. Mm-hmm. Did he know about that beforehand or was it... He did, but I didn't think he thought it would come out. There's but a then lot again, of Will Smith had, was had relations with other women, but it was like, it was part of the like, don't make me look stupid. Was that sort of their rule? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's so intriguing. The future of relationships. We'll see. All right. Well, on that note, it all ties into the alien thing, though. Smut. Because maybe they come down and they say, mm, you got mm. it all wrong. Why do you have one and partner? And we're thinking, what, our diets, our transportation? Like, what do you mean? No. Mm. You're loyal penises. Right. What do you mean? Are aliens? You're Why meant to explore. We're now you guys are natural. We created you to be explorers. You know what it is? Really? You're not made for one person. Relationships. You're like, oh, really? I don't think it's necessarily about people being disposable. I think it's that relationships require too much work. Something they never tell you until you're in it. It's like, dude, do you know what it is? It's it's, it's simple. And but I think I think this generation, much like with the the workforce, once they, when they go to a job and they're like, Meh, I don't like this job. I'm just gonna leave. And they don't even give notice. They're just like, eh, I'm not coming it's, in tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's that's what they do with relationships too. It's way they simpler. Think they can just walk yeah, away. Once you fuck it up, it's easier to just start a new one. It's way yeah. simpler than you're making it sound. It, it's simply this. It's always intriguing when it's something or someone new. That's anything. It's like, have you been, have you been watching the same TV? If you have, if you've had the same TV for years and someone's like, yeah, dude, you want this new uh, curved flat screen? You're like, Ooh, interesting. It's new. Yeah. Yo, I got how the, curved. how curved, how curved. Yeah. Dude, how curvy, uh, how curvy I have, I have new screen. patio furniture. Oh, you got, let me check it out. People's Any, definitions of curvy are always a little different. Yeah. You got an extra curvy screen. Curvy. I guess, yeah, I guess TV. round is a curve. Like every, 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 oh, you got a new car. People love new. So it sounds terrible, but when you've been with someone a long time, the concept of like new, like a new person touching me, me touching a new person, a new person being intrigued by me. That's why it's intriguing. It has, I don't think it has anything to do with like, Anything other than new. You also have to factor in how men and women handle emotions different. Most men could put their emotions aside, get their rocks off, and still be in love and keep their family together. A woman leads with emotions in that way, or traditionally, you know? Who knows what women in the future will be like? I wonder if a guy could totally. What's your passcode on your phone? put his feelings aside and do ask, whatever he ask wants. Ask yourself this question and then we'll go because it's getting late. Ask yourself this question as a man or a woman because I feel like the answers, like you said, will be different. Kavino's, I think Kavino's right arm. Is that the one he pulled? Oh, no, it's uh, my oh, chest, oh, man. His chest. Oof. I, I think if you, ask a, if you ask a hundred guys, hey, hundred guys, can you hook up with another woman other than your wife and it have zero reflection on how much you love your wife. Yes. I think a hundred guys would be like, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You ask yes. a woman, can you have sex with someone other than your husband and it'd be nothing? It'd be, I and think I think a answer, lot of women would say no. The answer yes. used to be I agree. no, but I think yeah. that's changing. It's changing. But 
I think that is that's. I know. mean, I think it's definitely changing. I agree. I, so I, once that once that women, playing field levels out a little bit, women assign then. There's your see, answer. That's that. Yeah. Camino just nailed the whole conversation. Women assign more emotional connection to. They used sex. to though, and and as spot and as women are becoming more sexually liberated more than ever before and they're looking at interacting more and thinking more like men have thought about these things for years yeah. and generations what uh, honestly what prevents most people from doing these scandalous things what prevents them probably their wives or girlfriends <laughs> yeah so if every wife or girlfriend's like yeah i'm game too how many people will be like oh shit I, we're, we're doing this there's your answer have a great night don't forget to tip your uh, waitresses. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Covino and Rich. We'll send out the link. We're going to be on Felipe Espada's podcast tonight. So, hey, let's show our value. I'd love to have a lot of you guys come and hang out and participate on his podcast as we do it live. Comedian Felipe Espada's tonight. Join us. Be there or be lame. We'll see you then. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye.